Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. here on this Thursday afternoon. So good. I said it twice. We are on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Don't forget podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And we got D-Dowd Muska, complete with the new hairdo. Hey, Ma. Look, Ma. No hair. Uh, we got a lot to get to here this afternoon. D-Dowd like Muska. Lighter, as they normally ask people, right? Everyone's feeling lighter, right? 11 days, the sister and brother-in-law from the UK and the thirsty. Prefers, prefers to not be seen in public seen with me when my hair is ratty hair and out of control. So I decided to get ahead of the problem, get ahead of the concern, and just get fixed today. And uh, it was a great little barber place over by where I live, a small business. Let's get out there and support the small businesses. How did that go during the uh, lockdown? Remember, you were on that marathon yes. commitment. Yes. Uh, uh, remind us uh, the uh, troubles that you went through to prove your point. Uh, I believe it was a, over, over a year and a half. half. It might have been 19, 19 months, months straight, straight where I refused to get my hair cut until all barber shops were open uh, with no restrictions, no restrictions in the United States of America. And I think Mexico was one of the last places to free the barbers. But uh, I was a man of my word. I could not. It was awful. I have so much sympathy for women now. My whole life I've said women with short hair are not attractive. You know, one of the things I like about femininity is the long hair. Ladies, you Ladies, that's a lot of work when you have long hair. So, so my, my consciousness, consciousness was, raised was raised dramatically during those 19 months. Did you just say something nice about women, do you doubt? <laughs> wow. I did Holy indeed. moly. I did wow, we are indeed turning the page. Uh, he is a short time away. We're all right down the day and time. Yeah, <laughs> holding down the uh, helm going forward. Uh, let's not forget uh, Dowd's membership in a very exclusive club. And by choice, uh, we got a lot to uh, get to as we do in every one of our shows. Don't forget... You can listen to a replay of the show beginning at 7.15 uh, directly at rockoftalk.tv. A lot of people, I guess, having or were having problems uh, contacting us on rockoftalk.com. Uh, if you are, you could always listen anytime at kiva.am. That's kiva.am, pretty easy place for us to <clears throat> get to, um, as it were. And uh, boy, the uh, hits, they uh, just keep uh, keep, keep uh, kind of coming uh, as they say, uh, do uh, the polka. And we're doing the Republican polka. I don't know how far we are out from the election, but right around 90 days, uh, where nothing is politically motivated, right? Nothing, absolutely zero. Nothing that anybody is doing, particularly if you're the Department of Justice or the FBI or anything like that. You're not, you're not doing anything. No, you're not doing a single thing wrong. Here's what happened um, just a couple of hours ago. And uh, it's the Department of Justice filing a motion to unseal the Trump search warrant. Now, we made this a point of our discussion. What were they looking for? Did they know what was in there? There's news now coming out that they had an inside informant inside Donald Trump's uh, house at Mar-a-Lago, which is also interesting. No verification of that. It's always always rumor. That's always a power move. Oh, yeah, we had guys on the inside. That's how we knew what to do. And uh, the way that this should be viewed moving forward is, this is the other side. This is the Democrats, the communists, attempting to try and play catch up and cover because they are not seeing what they have done with the overreach by the FBI as very even killed. That's not politically motivated. So it's a lot of uh, cover your ass or 
CYA, as, uh, as you Democrats oftentimes uh, like to refer to these acronyms. So the FBI, of course, uh, will get more into this, ex- executing the search warrant at the Mar-a-Lago home. And there's criticism roundly from both sides of the aisle. So Merrick Garland came up, remember, uh, Donald Trump was not a fan, not a fan of James Comey, not a fan of uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, Merrick Garland, excuse me, declined to provide further details of the search, but noted, okay, so we're asking for transparency from the Department of Justice we're not getting, but noted, noted that he personally approved the decision to seek the warrant. There you go. And Bob's your uncle yesterday we covered, and we're going to get here to it very shortly. Uh, This remarkable little piece about the man who gave the finger, who finger, who gave the finger, is it? Is that a mafia term? I think that right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Who gave the finger? Who gave? Who gave the order? Who gave the order? Just now, the Justice Department has filed a motion in Southern District of Florida to unseal the search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. Okay, so what were they looking for? Why were they looking for it? Is what we're trying to get to the bottom of. So we're trying to help them justify why they did it, and somehow all the media on the other side is going to come and try to make this as reasonable as possible, and you're going to say. No way, Jose. We're not doing with this. Uh, this is no good. I mean, after all, pri- uh, Donald Trump is a private citizen. He's a private citizen. Um, he is uh, owed every duty under the law, especially as a former sitting president. I think, uh, you know, in the kind way that you want to look at Donald Trump, he did not take this to the limit with Hillary Rodham Clinton. He never did these very things. He never invaded, did these searches on Hillary, raids on Hillary Rodham Clinton's house. So let's, uh, let's not forget that. And this is after his, he said very distinctly and pointedly during a debate because you'd be in jail, okay? So let's uh, sort of take it from the top and let's see who gave the order because you can't just sort of do this all by yourself. And let's not forget there is a political motivation in all of this. And we have to stick to the facts here. Let's, we have to be realist about this. We have to realize that there was a reason to do this 90 days out from the midterm. It was an unneeded shot. Uh, the Democrats probably had the you know, uh, card stacked as best they possibly could for the midterms. Probably would have preserved the Senate. I don't think that's a possibility anymore. Would have possibly, in a slim chance, preserved the House. That's a non-possibility going forward uh, without almost anything else. Remember, this is the biggest news story uh, of the year, and it's going to be hard to beat because Donald Trump isn't going to shut up, shut up about it. They basically just declared presidency uh, for Donald Trump for 2024. He didn't even have to come out and do it. He now matters because you Democrats stated that he did matter. And this is all on you, Democrats. So I want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh, for giving us reason, purpose, and somebody to defend uh, once again because now we have our own victim story. <clears throat> this was uh, posted... Last night, uh, Jesse Waters, uh, you know, is every talk show host named Jesse nowadays? It almost feels like it. Here's what he did uh, on The Judge. And I think he did a better job than what we even covered yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to the uh, video uh, here. Jesse so Waters, prime details time. on the crooked judge who signed off on the raid at Trump's house. The primetime team did a little digging. And it turns out Judge Bruce Reinhardt, not only a corrupt left winger, but he also hates Donald Trump as much as a liberal librarian. In 2017, he wrote this, quote, John Lewis, the conscience of America. Donald Trump doesn't have the moral stature to kiss John Lewis's feet. And then he added, at long last, you left no sense of decency. 
So the judge who gave the go-ahead to ransack the president's house is an Obama donor with Trump derangement syndrome. And he has so little integrity, he just puts this all out there on Facebook. So the FBI judge shopped for this guy who spends all day online shaming you for your white privilege. Here's another thing he posted. Take two steps forward. If you grew up with a father... So this is one of those uh, teaching moments where you teach white people to feel guilty, particularly white kids, uh, that they are undeserving of their place. Uh, so, you know, this is that... Uh, Take a step forward if you've right. done this. Take two steps forward. Take three steps forward. Take another step forward if you've done that. So he's literally, this uh, comes to a part where we single out the one man, one woman, you know, multiple people who have been, been given all the advantages. Your, your, your the original sin of privilege. There you go. Uh, and recognizing, uh, recognizing your implicit, your implicit bias. bias. Uh, by the way, folks, bias. I'm working on a um, little investigation right now here in New Mexico. Uh, the uh, Department of Public Safety apparently is going to be training people in recognizing their implicit bias, by the way. Just wanted to yeah, we, we forgot to mention that yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to do that. Yeah. Thank oh, you, Dad. Yeah. I appreciate you. It's, it's everywhere, folks. <laughs> it really is. Come on, jump in. Jump in, Jesse Waters. Let's see, we, we we lost Jesse Waters. We we were getting to the just just when we were getting to the good parts uh, here. It's a good take. Oh man, it, it, it is. Before the show, yeah, nice. I was like, what what is going on here? Let's see. I guess we got to go ahead and uh, Twitter only allows you, to, I guess, to play once. What is going on there? Let's. Uh, Tonight we we're learning more details on. Look, a judge who signed off on the raid at Trump's house, the prime time. All right, there we are, right about there. There we go. Come on, any time now. Take two steps forward if you grew up with a father figure in the home. Take two steps forward if you had access to a private education. I like how it keeps cutting back and forth uh, between white and black. We don't want to recognize that we've been given a head start. But the reality is we have. So you have a liberal librarian working with a corrupt FBI to get some radical, fanatic, CRT-loving judge to sign off on a warrant. To just raid the president's house, the president that they all hate. Oh, and the judges? He took Lois Lerner's side when she deleted all those emails. Oh, yeah, she he acted like there she was an angel. Fresh. Watch this. Competence doesn't necessarily lead to criminality. 2014. So which, which, which out of those, those two scenarios right there seems more likely to you at this point? Uh, within the IRS, probably incompetence. The IRS has one of the most antiquated computer systems in the world. Um, and the fact that emails could have disappeared without Ms. Lerner knowing about it or Ms. Lerner being involved is entirely credible to me. At the end of the day, um, what originally happened here is probably not a crime. And to the extent there's concerns about the non-production of the emails, I think she has enough insulation between her and those production issues that, barring some other real smoking gun, I don't see it. Aren't you glad the IRS is adding 87,000 more Lois learners? This whole guy, unethical. He was Team Epstein, even after he was a convicted pedophile. And he cheated the system to get there. You see, Reinhardt worked for the South Florida U.S. Attorney's Office during the beginning of the Epstein investigation. He was on the prosecution side. And then after Epstein was giving that like mysterious sweetheart deal, Reinhardt switched sides, went on the defense and represented all of Epstein's employees like his wow. pilot and scheduler. Wow. Usually pilot when a person scheduler. helps facilitate a child rape, Sarah they Kellen. get in trouble. But 
this Reinhardt guy got his friends out of trouble. They didn't even flip on Epstein. You know, usually when you fly kids to get raped in an island, you <laughs> usually get punished for that or scheduled a rape. Usually you go to jail. This Trump-hating judge made sure these guys didn't go to jail. Wow, just good stuff there by uh, Jesse Waters. Uh, it, and by the way, Jesse had to get clearance to go ahead and run that report. Everything that uh, gets run over at Fox News. It looks like Fox is back to the bottom line. It looks like uh, Donald Trump is good for the bottom line. I talked about listenership after he was invaded. So more people are paying attention to what's happening in the political world 90 days out. Uh, certainly uh, forcing people uh, to take notice. But uh, there you go, folks. Okay, so this is this is a very dangerous, slippery slope. That they're going down. Okay, this dangerous search on Mar-a-Lago that they have uh, decided to go ahead and, and 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 do it sets a precedent. Okay, every president going forward for whatever they've done is now going to have their home invaded for whatever reason. It never it sets a precedent going forward, and then it just keeps increasing, increasing. This is ugly politics. Media leaks say the search is related to the potential mishandling of classified documents. We, we covered what that was specifically because we have to look at the letter of the law. What did he do? Why did he do it? We came up with, what, 15 boxes of documents? Okay. And then the National Archives wanted to know whether or not that there was even more documents than that. Okay. If they were interfacing, if they had an open dialogue with him, couldn't they have just picked up the phone and asked him? Couldn't they just have figured out, say, hey, you know what, Donald Trump, you have President Donald Trump, President Trump, you have 15 uh, boxes. Would you mind re returning those to us? Or can we speak to your attorneys and, and see if we could get those possibly returned to us? Could they communicate the contents? No. What they did was they took a step further. They didn't ask him, waited for him to be not home, and then invaded his property. Now, they had to have known that he wasn't going to be at home because how bad would the optics have been then? A, sit, a, a former president sitting at home while the FBI invades him. That would be really bad optics. So let's not forget the, the fact that these people knew, knew that he would not be home. Okay, Remember, he had his whole entire political office bugged at Trump Tower before he was even president. Don, uh, president Barack Obama made sure... That, that was the case. And we're going to get into more with President Barack Obama and may question as to why he did not choose Joe Biden to succeed him uh, in the next running. I think that that's an important thing. So of all the public evidence uh, coming out so far, what they also wanted to insinuate, and I watched it last night, the real truth about the January 6th or the J6, the real story of J6, Joshua Phillips doing a great job for the all Epic right. Times. Right. I interviewed him, yeah. yeah, and I interviewed him, but uh, the, the movie's even more anger. Okay, I, I, I watched it until about two in the morning last night, and I was like, "What? What is going on here? This is ridiculous." I mean, people being killed on the streets, and not men. Two female Trump supporters, one murdered in cold blood by a black man inside the Capitol. Yes, you. This is probably the first time you're even hearing this, folks. A black man who is a quote unquote. Uh, Capitol Police Officer or uh, House Guard is the one who shot. Um, I forget, I'm her, her name's escaping. Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt, and you get an interview also with Ashley Babbitt's uh, husband uh, as well. In addition to a woman being trampled underfoot as she's dragged naked 
naked through the hole. So make sure that you subscribe to the Epoch Times or Epic Times, E-P-O-C-H, Epic Times. Make sure that you subscribe to that so you can watch the truth about the January 6th. And I think that that's very important. Now, on that point, what they are trying to insinuate publicly is they would have found something. Because remember, we're in the middle of the J6 trials. I can just see them planning this out. We'll have the trials. We'll make it look pretty bad. We'll invade Donald Trump. We'll bring the trials back in in September. We'll corroborate all this evidence. We'll have enough so we can go ahead and win the midterms. This is their midterm play. This is their midterm play, right? They're trying to go back to the long national nightmare is finally over. They're trying to turn Donald Trump into Richard Nixon. There's no comparison between these two. Los Angeles Times is attempting to go ahead and portray these together, believe it or not, and seem that Donald Trump is actually worse. I couldn't even believe some of the things that I'm reading. Okay, so let's let, let's let's continue, shall we? So, political motivation. The fact that we are inside 100 days when they decide to do this also speaks to the corruption uh, that is uh, now almost implicit, I think it's fair to say, within the FBI. Mm-hmm. I think we can pretty much uh, agree with that. Can't wait so, till the whistleblowers start talking publicly at <laughs> the guys who were leaking Charles right. Grassley. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. So the hubris, again, is once, once again um, destroying the Democrats. Their calculations are wrong. Leveraging a three-letter agency against a former president does not sit well, I think, with anybody at this point, okay? And the worst part about this is they could have found anybody else but Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland and Joe Biden are the two people who had to finally give the order of the finger to make all of this happen. So, not that the Democrats are suffering enough. Now, they are going to suffer the consequences of not just this, a bad economy, rampant crime, woke BS ideologies that are going through schools or going through society in general. People are moving away from all this stuff. So Los Angeles Times wrote about a little bit about this. And I just want to touch upon this before we we go to break, okay? Trying to end the long national nightmare. (laughs) I couldn't even believe it. They think that Donald Trump can be convicted. He cannot. This is their hope. They're literally printing false information. Donald Trump, it is a guarantee. There is nothing at this point that could prevent him from running again. But the Los Angeles Times and every other editorial paper that's out there is beating their chest because they like the optics of what happened. They like the optics of what happened on Monday night. Donald Trump cannot be disqualified. Let me repeat this. Donald Trump cannot be disqualified. Ergo, Donald Trump just declared for presidency of the United States of America. Does he run for president of the United States of America or does he run as a martyr to defend his name? One, you already know that he is going to defend his name regardless, one way or the other. He's raising money. I've got probably 15 emails in the last five days from Donald Trump, his camp. I mean, if your email box is getting infiltrated, if you will, by Donald Trump and his supporters, and he is raising crazy amounts of money. No doubt that that is going to be disclosed, okay? The warrant that was signed, politically motivated by a Donald Trump hater, by somebody who is uh, directly involved with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, somebody who defended Sarah Kellen, somebody who defended 
uh, uh, Bukorski, uh, who's on the other side of the mountain here in Albuquerque. Okay. So finally, the law, <clears throat> excuse me, directs presidents to assure that the activities, deliberations, delusions, and policies reflecting the execution of the office are adequately documented. Once created, the records, which is what he's being accused of mishandling and taking or stealing or whatever, must be preserved, managed, or disposed of in according with the statute. It defines the presidential records to include documentary materials created or received by the president or his immediate staff in carrying out activities related to his official duties. Those could be anything. And in fact, it leaves it open, and I'm not sure why no one is talking about this, to them planting information in those documents. So you also have to pin the hopes that Donald Trump knows exactly what's in each of those 15 boxes before they left. Because if he doesn't, it leaves him open to attack once again. They are seeing whether or not Donald Trump is as smart as they think he that, that he might be. That's what they're doing right here. And there is nothing that would prevent them because the first thing they asked was for the cameras to be shut off and they asked for Donald Trump's legal team to be gone and everybody leave the property. There was a reason for them to do that. And they did that over a period of nine hours. Now, Clay and Buck raised a very important point, And let's talk about this just for a moment. When they invaded Donald Trump's property at Mar-a-Lago, they should have known what they were looking for already, especially since they had an inside informant. That would make the most sense, right? We know we're going after these three boxes, that box, those 15 boxes. They know what's in them. They have an informant, but they didn't do that because instead of just going for those boxes, they rummaged through the rest of the house. If you know what you're looking for, you pretty much where to know, know where to go. If a thief is going to take something, they know where to go. They don't want to get caught. They go in, they go out. They're on their way. This was not expeditious. They were hanging out, okay? They were hanging out. And it's very likely that you, despite the fact that we might get the warrant, is going to probably just make things even more gray as far as I can tell. The group vests the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia with jurisdiction over any action brought by former presidents claiming a violation of his rights or privileges under the act. Donald Trump does have rights and privileges. I want to make that clear. He is a private citizen. He is, uh, you know, you get, uh, what was it, uh, due process, right? Yep. Federal yep. statutes may permit the prosecution of people who improperly dispose of presidential records, which would include, of course, Donald Trump. He did not dispose of those records. He kept those records. He preserved those records. The other thing that must be considered in all of this is why, if it was incriminating in any way, did he not destroy records? And there's no reason to think that there's anything that was in his possession would be incriminating him for any reason. On what subject? I wouldn't know, and I couldn't even begin to understand why that would even be a thought. But there's no doubt going to gaslight you to make you think that, well, he was preserving, holding all of this stuff. All right. Final point here, okay? Qualifications for the United States presidency. That's what this is all about. Forget about what they're looking for, the FBI, the process, Merrick Garland, the Democrat, the midterms. All, this is all meant to do one thing and one thing only. And that is to prevent Donald Trump from running for presidency of the United States. They now just 
vaulted him to running and making the declaration for the presidency of the United States. Understand this. Understand this. The Constitution establishes the qualifications for election to the presidency. Natural-born American citizens over 35 have been U.S. residents for at least 14 years. The Constitution also provides the only mechanism whereby an otherwise qualified person may be disqualified by becoming president. The penalty can be imposed by a separate vote of the Senate, will not be, because we win the Senate, on someone who has been impeached or convicted for high crimes and misdemeanors. Proposed application of Section 207 of the presidency would create an additional qualification in the absence of a conviction under the statute for serving as president. Congress has no power to do that. There is nothing, the Senate, the Congress, nothing that anybody can do to prevent Donald Trump from running for presidency of the United States in 2024. 550 500 that's 550 500 I think we pretty much covered all that. We got to get into more of the FBI and just what a complete and total liability they've created for themselves. Uh, complete uh, buffoons. Uh, Dowd, your, your thoughts. Well, the only thing I'd add at this point that, that, that I have not heard anyone really talking about, Eddie, is in February, and I, I missed this because I, I don't tend to pay a lot of attention to the political sniping back and forth, but it was publicly reported by the major news outlets that the National Archives and Records Administration, uh, ostensibly the people who are having an issue with all of Trump's latest nefariousness, uh, they, uh, they got, got 15, 15 boxes of documents, boxes of documents from the, his Florida residents. I assume Mar a Lago, this is reported in the Wall Street Wall Journal, Journal back, back in February. In February. And, and apparently there was no law enforcement was raid. No law enforcement uh, you know, there was no, there was no, there was no, no potential, potential violence. They, they were able to retrieve these boxes. And I don't know if relations between the Trump camp and the National Archives were cordial or not. They got, they have this transaction that appeared to be kind of you know, benign. Uh, and so what soured the relationship here where we needed to actually get and impose an FBI raid on this? Uh, it seems to me that at least up to a few months ago, there was decent relations between the two camps. Um, well, plus if you're already working with the camp and both sides are having open levels of that communication, at any point, why do you need to jump the gun and accelerate? It makes no sense. They went, they hit the thermonuclear button when they didn't need to. And you can only be stated that this was done for political reasons. It's a miscalculation by the Democrats. And now they have, you know, brought back Donald Trump from from the dead. You can't kill him, folks. I know you want to, but you can't kill him physically. You can't kill him politically. Yeah, it seems like that is the case. Back after a quick break. Here are the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 431, back and forth. It is indeed a wild, wild life and a wild, wild time politically during this 2022 season. I got some words to say, oh, oh, oh. 
Uh, show last night by Clyde Lewis, who was talking uh, about New Order and all the New Wave stuff uh, that was out there. I gotta tell you, I love that stuff. Uh, that's kind of my era. That's that's my go. Hey, Dell, that's my go-to, bro. That's my go-to, bro. I love that jam. I was just thinking about uh, 80s music because uh, the boys were watching a little Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, there they are. In the, in the otro lado, on the other side, in the otro cuarto out there. Uh, well, my Winona uh, playing a mother uh, that woman is that, that that woman is crazy hot. We we all fell in love with, we, her with we, the Heather's around what eighty eight. It has it's, literally it's, nothing to do with like <laughs> anything about her, other than just being like uh, I and I don't really care for cute, but I think there's something that just draws you in. Is she is there an inner demon that has possessed her or something? Oh. To, to she she has a certain je ne sais quoi. Godfather was uh, uh, Timothy Leary, Leary, so she's been in been some, some weird, weird, weird situations in her life. Well, who is Tim Leary again? Is that the LSD? He's the LSD uh, king, yeah, man. Yeah, well, I think that's what it is. Uh, turn on, tune in, and drop out, man. Yeah, and then run the national debt up to $30 trillion and don't even care to notice it, man. Baby boomers, best generation ever. <laughs> LSD. I remember running into a guy at a parking lot there at the Carlisle Plaza, and he had a shirt on. I remember this, like, mid-80s. I was uh, had my Rob Roscop and you know, my little uh, slime balls and independent trucks. I used to, I was a hardcore skater. I love that stuff. My little launch and all that. The guy showed up, you know, I guess I wasn't that hardcore because the guy showed up in a white t-shirt with, it said LSD on it. And I'm like, whoa, I'm out of here. I had, <laughs> I had to go. I had a 24 hour bug in the dorm, the dorm sophomore, sophomore year. year. And you know when they talk and about the you know, LSD, the like walls bleeding? Oh, yeah. Is that real? The walls were bleeding. Now, there was a girl on the floor who was doing a lot of LSD all the time. I always yeah. think she might have slipped some in, or it might have been one of those killer dormitory 24-hour bugs because I was perfect in 24 hours. fine. But I never want to relive that experience, okay? When the walls start bleeding, you're in a dark place. I didn't like the LSD, but I sure did like the DSL. Boom. How about that? That's more of a Ric Flair kind of all right, National Archives retrieves 15 boxes of documents from uh, Donald Trump. I mean, this is the best that we can possibly get in terms of the information uh, that's coming out, uh, folks. Uh, the material that was all retrieved against, you know, against the uh, Office of the National Archives, as I've told you already, you know, this is all required. Person familiar with the record said they include a letter from President Barack Obama. Oh, that's what it was. 
He's just hiding a letter from President Barack Obama that's telling him, hey, please, please, please. Uh, so <laughs> keep me away from all the riffraff. Preserve my legacy, uh, if you will. So the questions over documents came from the House Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. Huh. Very interesting. Two people close to Donald Trump described the discussions on turning over the documents as quote-unquote cordial. They were about to do it. He was fully cooperating with the J6. And one said the former president at one point directly spoke with the National Archives. Was the intent all along, is this the, is this the woman who's constantly looking to like break up, get a divorce? She's, she's secretly seeing somebody else and she doesn't want to tell you about it or, you know, is insinuating that, oh, that everything's fine between us. I'm just... I'm just kind of thinking that there's something else going, you know, I've got something else and all of a sudden, what? And then decides to totally invade your space, gaslight you and tell you X, Y, and Z, everything is wrong with you, right? That's the equivalent of this, folks, in a relationship aspect. That's, that's, that's where we're at, okay? That has been reported by the press since 2018. White House records management officials during the Trump administration recovered and taped together some of the torn up records. Torn up records, What? Oh, yeah, Hillary Clinton, 28 uh, Blackberries, um, I don't know, 172,000 emails or whatever it was, and the countless, remember, she was working off-grid, off at home, lost in a fire, right? Isn't everything always lost in a fire? Like, like like we lose things in the fire, and then records the fire turn and up in the White House. Remember when the, the Rose Law Firm records just ended up on a table somewhere halfway through the administration? Oh, the billing records just popped up. Let's not forget that it was Hillary, and... Certainly they would have known that this would have brought all back all the, these conservative. And I hate the, t the ping pong tennis matches that go on in all this. And I told down before the show, I said, this prevents us from focusing on the important things in this country. When we're doing ping, oh, he, he said, she said, uh, Hillary, Trump, Obama, Bush. Like, I don't care. That's not what the purpose of our air should be used for is to figure out who's right, who's wrong. Who's going to say, I'm sorry. Who's going to get prosecuted? Like that's not what we, that's not a constructive use of our time. They should have known when they decided to go ahead and do this is that this is exactly what it was going to do. It's going to bring out all the Hillary Clinton uh, uh, questions and going back to her time and what happened in Benghazi. And let's not forget it was Anthony Fauci. He wrote her a nice little letter. She did a very good job. Defending herself. Uh, Fauci, uh, by the way, as an aside, got booed in Seattle last <laughs> great night. Story. Uh, great story. Got booed in Seattle. Uh, Seattle, of all places, bluer than blue, bluer than Linda Ronstadt's blue. Yep, yep, uh, totally, totally, completely. Bluer than, bluer than blue by mm. Boy, she was, she was a sight to behold. Speaking of people who may have also been brought in by the spawn of Satan, uh, you get Winona and, uh, and, and maybe Linda Ronstadt. She was that pretty. Okay, so I uh, digress. GOP Representative Scott Perry says FBI agents seized his cell phone. Now we actually have a sitting elected official. As he states, and I'll paraphrase here, I don't want to read it, but this is the cell phone that he uses to correspond with his kids, his family, his wife. I mean, God only knows what else is on, given what we heard with Alex Jones. The frogs are turning gay. Fema camps, Fema camps, Fema camps, Fema camps. As with President Trump last night, the Department of Justice chose this unnecessary and aggressive action instead of simply 
contacting my attorneys. What is what is with this? Is this is there no manners anymore? Does the federal government no longer have any manners? All of a sudden, they're going back to work. By the way, if you want to get hired with the IRS agent, you do not need to be vaxxed. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah, I got that today. I got that little little side note. There. Get me an application. Get me an application. <laughs> Send. Let's. Me too. Let's go in. Uh, Perry's statement comes just days after agents executed a search warrant at former Donald Trump's home in Florida. There you go. So where does this all go? The FBI deciding to try their hand, uh, has been stated, at presidential meddling. Opinion piece from the Wall Street uh, Journal talking about this. Playing with fire, given what we recently learned about the agency sent to ransack Mr. Trump's Mar-a-Lago palace. According to an investigation by Republican Senators Grassley and Johnson, the FBI deliberately promoted the fiction that the Hunter Biden laptop was foreign disinformation. Here we are. We're not going to get anywhere with President Biden. That's our team. We want to go against their team. And maybe there's more to all of this. People aren't thinking about this. Also happening in 2016. If the choice between Biden and Clinton in 2016 was all the Democrats had to choose, and they went with Hillary, who lost to Trump, and Biden eventually became president, how bad of a candidate? And what did President Barack Obama, what must he have known about President Joe Biden and all the junkets and various uh, interminglings of Hunter Biden, remember BGK, Governor Bill Richardson. What must he have known about Hunter Biden? We'll never know. Want to know why? Because we're now focused on the distraction. This is how we also know that it wasn't just Merrick Garland, that it wasn't just the judge, but that it was also Joe Biden who put the finger on Donald Trump. Why do we know this? Well, all three, qui bono, let's ask ourselves the question. Who benefits by an invasion, an untimely invasion? And who aren't the smartest people in the world? Well, one, it's the judge who gave the order. A man who quits his job and immediately gets hired the next day to uh, protect Sarah Kellen, the scheduler for Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Rosowski, I think the guy's name is, the pilot for Jeffrey Epstein, and then also defends Lois Lerner. Probably not the best judgment, okay? Kind of bad, right? He benefits. How does Merrick Garland benefits? Political retribution. I see what you did to me. You didn't give me what I wanted. I wanted to be on the Supreme Court. Instead, I'm just a, a lowly, you know, activated Department of Justice. You should have approved my, uh, yeah, can you imagine if Merrick Garland, Ooh. given what we have seen here in just this action, was a Supreme Court justice? Qui bono, Merrick Garland benefits, political retribution, vengeance, right? Become wrath, become anger, right? That is Merrick Garland. And he had to come and explain it away. Silence for three days, and then all of a sudden explain it today. And now, who, qui bono, who else does it benefit? Well, the senile Joe Biden. Don't hurt my baby, boy. Leave Hunter alone. I've already lost one son. Right? Qui bono. 
the only way that you can explain this untimely political gaffe of sending the FBI to invade Donald Trump and then have your own comeuppance where you're actually having to explain your warrant. When's the last time you've had the FBI have to explain their warrant? They could show up tomorrow at my door with a blank piece of paper, call it a warrant, and they would never have to explain that. But because it's Donald Trump, because we're 90 days away from a political election, they have to explain it because they've got egg all over their face. Folks, I'm telling you now, they're going to be telling you about this this uh, next week. The Democrats are getting their asses handed to them right now on a silver platter. Do not fear. Mr. Garland had better have a strong case, it goes on to say, against Mr. Trump, and not just be trying to appease progressives. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. People can't make sense. Why? What? How much have you got? Well, he's got nothing. In fuller part, and this was my favorite part of this little write-up, observable to Mr. Obama's staff would have been Joe letting Hunter travel on Air Force Two to promote his Chinese ventures, his letting Hunter use the vice president's official residence to court the Mexican billionaires, Carlos Slim and Miguel Aleman Velasco, I've got pictures, or how about 15 meetings reported by the Daily Mail between the vice president and various Hunter's business partners, or the 27 visits to the White House of Eric Schwerin, a Hunter partner who reportedly helped manage Joe's taxes and expenses. I'm not a smart man. But I know what love is, and I love my son, Hunter. <laughs> stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> I was running. Yep, uh, Joe Biden, all of that, and then some. This is, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Incredibly stupid and incredibly thin. Shall we continue? Well, the FBI continues to blow more and more because the FBI is not transparent on any of this. In fact, its own agents, after watching the truth about the January 6th, and watching what the Capitol Police did in murdering not one but two, two people that are up there, one of the things that they don't want to do is allow the truth to come out, whether it's up on Capitol Hill on J6 or whether it's uh, coming out on this particular thing. That's why they have to act quickly. And you always have to pretend like you've been there. You always have to act like you know what you're doing. So that people don't question, oh, do you think he knows what he's doing? I don't know. He sure acts like he knows what he's doing. Well, I certainly hope he knows what he's doing. Well, he might know what he's doing because he's certainly acting as if he knows what he's doing. The FBI clearly doesn't know what it is doing. Has this created uh, political hate for the Republicans? No doubt about it. Does it change the election? No doubt about it. Will it increase the, the Democrats' chances in 2024 for a presidency? No doubt about it, it will not happen. We've got three agencies now involved, the Department of Justice, the FBI, and, well, of course, Donald Trump. FBI agents searched former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, which people familiar with the matter said was part of an investigation into Trump's handling of classified information. Legal historians said they could remember a case in the history of the FBI where the home of any former president has ever been searched for any reasons. Normally at this time, about two years time, 
aren't we usually planning for the libraries uh, for the uh, retired president? Isn't this about the time where raising he's, the money? He's raising the money. Yes. This place, <laughs> this beautiful pasture out here overlooking the uh, I don't know, Mar the, the Florida Keys or whatever, wherever the hell he wanted to put a damn library. There's always a presidential library somewhere that nobody's ever attended except for the funeral at the very end. It is a double standard, folks. Because what's afforded everybody else, the only man who's only occupied one office prior to getting to the presidency is none other than Donald Trump. Well, besides George Washington, of course. He didn't have any office. He was just a commander. This is disgusting. There's not much else I can really say uh, beyond this, but there's no transparency that is at the FBI moving forward. There's no transparency in the Department of Justice. Everything has become politics. And it's set a precedent for how we are going to behave also moving forward, whether it's Republicans, whether it's Democrats, you're going to see the same type of behavior moving forward. So when they say that we're a banana republic, I don't agree with that. I wouldn't suggest that we should agree with that. But we are denigrating towards that area. This is what they do. I studied lots of Latin American uh, politics and economics. You had juntas and overthrows and, you know, the warlords would come out. If you're talking about uh, African governments, they're like, well, we've got more guns or, you know, we've got the power. We took over the presses or we got the radio stations or we got the television stations. The people don't really think about that. Oh, is radio really powerful? Why don't you ask a Latin American country that's been overturned where they shut down all the other networks and they can only hear one thing, much like you can right here in the state of New Mexico, right? You hear one noise all the time. And then people have a tendency to pretty much believe that all the time. Pretty disgusting. 550, 50, 500. It's 550-5500. I, I can't wait to jump on the uh, Brittany Griner uh, stuff uh, down uh, with uh, Bill Richardson. Another failed attempt uh, by uh, the old... Ugh. The old Governor Bill there. So he just has to, uh, shove, has to that shove that big, big pudgy nose of his, pudgy nose of his you know, into every international affair, affair there is. My goodness. Yeah, she's a she's a big woman. He's very needy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is uh, <laughs> kind of needy. So uh, let me get to your text uh, very quickly to uh, wrap the hour. Good hour. Uh, lots of information being shared. Trump derangement syndrome has been signed off by an activist judge. Judge should be impeached. Won't be. Can't be. Right. The way that the propagandists uh, out there, the media, 4713, Albuquerque Journal, other people out there trying to toe the line. I mean, the man has 195 and 11 record, 192 and 11 record in his endorsement. The dude on the right signed the Mar-a-Lago warrant. Oh, I guess, uh, wow. Did you see this where he's getting his, his feet rubbed by Ghislaine Maxwell? Ooh. While he's holding uh, Oreos, some sort of drink, and... Uh, uh, this red solo cup. Did you see this? Okay, be very careful. There's a lot of doctored photos of Epstein out there. That uh, I'm, just, so. I'm, no, no, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. only communicating with. Uh, I'll, I'll go digging. The, has, has has the judge has, has, has he had his feet rubbed by Glenn? Rubbed. Probably a lot of people have had. Probably a lot of. She's a she's also sort of it. Was she not the daughter of uh, Tim Leary as well? There <laughs> <laughs> hmm. was a lot of connection between, between acid, acid and, and the intelligence agencies at one point. So yeah, her dad did uh, die mysteriously on the boat. By the way, we're about to have a new queen here shortly, huh? Oh, yeah, Will, William, oh. the new king, William, Wilhelm. You know those uh, the bloodthirsty royals of. Of, of jolly England. The IRS drop all charges if the claim I had a quote-unquote antiquated computer system or incompetence on my taxes. Like that. I like where your head's at. A pillable letter. 
The vague warrant and not letting Trump's lawyer look at the warrant. Oh, I didn't know that. Trump's attorneys didn't get to look at the warrant before him coming in. I think that's also DQ'd. That's sort of like informed consent. Did you read the warrant before the FBI decided to invade you? I think there's another charge, if you will, against the FBI uh, for overreach. Lawyer, look at the warrant and be present while the search was executed. Items not cataloged and the lawyer's presidents could really make all they found under the warrant inadmissible by violation of chain of custody. Fruit of the poison tree doctrine. There you go. Um, probably yeah, Eddie, it's, it's a yeah, Eddie, it's photograph. There's just so, so many irresponsible people. Oh, okay, well, I just, it, 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 it is a picture it, it, of Epstein because I've seen the picture of her rubbing Epstein's foot on the plane before. That, 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 that is oh, a legitimate is photo. The they put the head of the judge on Epstein's body. People, you don't believe People everything that, that you get emailed. I mean, just, I mean, just, you know, I, I, just, I read it as it <laughs> no, comes my, into my the father queue. sends me these all the time. All of oh, these like 80 year old plus old white guys in New England, they get all these stupid chain emails claiming all sorts of conspiratorial nonsense and doctored images. I have to go fact check. I mean, this is a regular part of my life, although he hasn't been saying it lately. Um, yeah, it's obviously doctored. You can look right at it. Well, what's true and what's not true. Back after a quick break, actually the top of the hour news. Uh-huh. Is true. What's the name of this band, D Dowd Muska? Huh? Come on, right off. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. This is Wham. <laughs> oh no, it's not Wham. It feels like Wham though. It feels so This is much not Wham, wham. I've always it's Spando Ballet. It's Spando, but my whole life is just whole class. Class. Yeah, that is uh, Wham. <laughs> I thought this was George Michael. No, this isn't the same guys who did the jitterbanger. These are not the last people told you to wake you up before you go, go. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hour two up next here in the Kiva. So true. Funny how it seems. Always in time. But never in line for dreams. Head over heels when you're told to. This is the sound of my soul. This is the sound. I wanna take it to the world. But now I come back again. Why do I find it hard to write the next line? Oh, I want the truth to This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600 KIVA, Rock of Talk, 550-5500, TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, free TV, right? A lot of people get rid of the rabbit ears. Our app is still free. Still waiting for someone to have to pay for it. Besides me, yep, it's over a thousand bucks I'm paying a month just for you guys to watch us uh, do whatever incriminating things. Of course, uh, you can uh, of course uh, get our downloads on podcast if you like. It's boring podcasting. I'm just not. In, I'm not. In, I'm not a podcaster. But you know, if 
you got the notes where you can get rockoftalk.chat, then then it's cool, right? And then it's very cool. But you can, of course, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and then, uh, you know, wherever you want to, Apple, Apple Podcasts. That we had a, a young kid just race through here. I don't know where, <laughs> what, what happened. Football. Was it something happened? Was, was there a character that died? Young kids have emotional reactions to characters dying. Have you seen this? It's it's impactful. They also have, um, also have um, disgusting, disgusting reactions. Hey, what's going on? There's no action out there. Right? Sam, what's going on? You got to come in here. Let me know what's happening. Huh? Oh, someone said, uh, nice to hear 505 in the 505. I haven't done that in a while. Wow. Wow. That's wow. a, that's a kind of a harsh criticism. No, I was I'm coming sorry. into the studio uh, to start uh, the second hour. And I, when I went over to the boys and I glared boys. at them and I said, I, I am not a smart man, man, but I know what love is. And there's <laughs> and no, no one can no, have no contempt no for you the way children can have contempt for you. Just the eye rolls and they're just looking in the other direction. And when is this jerk going to go away? That's why I love children and dogs. They cannot, they're incapable of deceit children and dogs. They just, you always know where you stand. What's happening over there on the on the TV there? Young man, he's not. He's not letting me. Something must have happened. It, 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 what happened to Hop? They love Hop. At least they're screaming and crying. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, cops, uh, it is. It's. It's. It's tough all over. Apparently, any blue city, particularly uh, San Jose, not looking uh, very good. They do have a lot of space. Apparently 156, 156 police officers decided to go ahead and pull the plug out of San Jose. They no longer know the way to uh, San Jose. Um, Not looking good, so. Um, maybe they should become FBI agents. <laughs> Not, please. Uh, don't do it. All right, so former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson. Um, this was in People Magazine. Hard-hitting news out of People Magazine. Dowd, you must have laughed. Uh, <clears throat> did, he, did he ever go to Russia? Was there anything to substantiate this? Was this just a, sort of the long arm? Anytime that there's foreign trouble, you just send in slick. This is the truth. There was Slick Willie, and then yep. there's the real Slick Willie. Yep. Slick right? Billy. Billy. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Billy, Slick Billy, uh, uh, going to Russia to help F, uh, the help the effort to free Brittany Griner. Um, do you know if he ever made it over there? I'm, I couldn't I'm, verify. I'm digging that. right I'm, now. I'm, I couldn't is... find it. I couldn't seem to think that. Uh, uh, looks like this was going to be too tall. <clears throat> An order, pardon the uh, bad reference oh, there. He's, oh, he's, he's hopeful. Hopeful. Okay. okay. He's wishing her well. Story. This is a way of keeping him in the news anytime something's happening. Wherever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the bad gang. He traveled to Russia in advance advance of the release by Moscow of Marine veteran Trevor Reed in an April prisoner swamp. Uh, he declined to he declined discuss to the discuss current the status. Current oh, he's an insider. Oh, he's got okay. secret information. He's got, he declined to stu- uh, discuss the current status of negotiations with Russia over Brittany. Mm. Uh, but he said he felt, quote, Brittany, relatively bitch. positive, close quote, mm. for several reasons. Oh, positive. Okay. No, we're at war, uh, proxy war, we're, you know, sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine. I, I feel positive we're going to, you know. Still want an answer on why he sent all of his papers to uh, the University of Texas and not Mexico. I thought Mexico was the land of where he loved, you know, loved to represent the people of Mexico. No, he sent his papers to another state. Yeah, apparently he never went. 
He served as New Mexico's governor from 03 to 2011, but uh, was more famously known for the man who pulled out. <clears throat> Sorry, God, couldn't help it uh, for his run for presidency when uh, Barack Obama. He would have been your first Hispanic president. Uh, 74-year-old uh, governor runs an organization that negotiates the prisoner and hostage releases called the Richardson Center for Global Engagement. Uh, apparently, his services were not needed or rendered uh, during all of this because it did not go well. Um, uh, he knows Hunter Biden quite well. He served on a board with him with BGK. Uh, by the way, that is uh, uh, B is for, I think, uh, I don't know, but the G is for Eddie Gilbert and K is for whatever. Uh, I guess Dowd has some sort of weird echo on his. That must be a TV listener. Sorry about that. Apologize. We have to turn that off. Everything else is, is way good. Wait, muy bueno. There we go. We'll shut that off. There we go. Um, Brittany Griner has now been sentenced. I'm more interested in what Brittany Griner's opinion is on how men should be allowed to play in the NBA than I am in, in interested in her current political uh, status in Russia. So she gets nine years on this. Now, didn't they tell you whenever you took a trip abroad, you're going to, I don't know, Spain, Amsterdam, you know, whatever. You know, don't, don't, don't do drugs. Don't get drunk while you're out there. Don't leave yourself. Apparently, this did not go well for Brittany Griner. I know this is slightly old news, but I think it's important for us to address, okay? Uh, convicted last Thursday in Russia of drug possession since the nine years. 31-year-old Griner, two-time U.S. Olympic champion, eight-time blah, 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 blah. Also find her 1 million rubles. Apparently, the current exchange rate uh, turns that into $16,000. Never meant to hurt anybody to put in jeopardy the Russian population or violate any Russian laws. I made an honest mistake, and I hope that you're ruling that it doesn't end my life here in Russia. Now, this is like low-hanging food for the low-information voter. Hmm. And I think it's important to see. So oftentimes you won't see a political figure step out. Maybe a guy like Governor Bill Richardson might step out and, you know, says, oh, this is unjust. We need to bring our troops home. We need to bring our prisoners home. We need to bring Brittany Griner home. But more often than not, this is just a, a story that just creates noise and hay for the other side to an attempt to further slime a woman who clearly broke the law in a country where she didn't belong. If you break the laws in any country, particularly Mexico, and something happens to you there, oh. that's what happens. You're prosecuted to their laws. Have you ever of... seen Locked Up Abroad? I, I've seen every episode. I, I, I will never violate any rule in any country I'm ever in. <laughs> the same rights that you enjoy here in the United States of America. And, and this is really what the point that I wanted to make with all this. So many of these athletes, Brittany bitch included, Right. Am I am I offending her by saying that she is a woman? Right. I think that that's uh, an important uh, uh, thing to sort of reach out to. Right? You know, they do like calling each other names, uh, but they can call each other names. But I'm not allowed to use that same name sort of in a broader context and outside of their own current context, of course. But, you know, that that's how they refer to each other. Oftentimes, if they're hanging out in the court. Oh, yeah, bi bitch, you did. You did good. You played the ball. Well, oh, great move, bitch. What's up, bitch? How's it going, bitches? Like, that's literally how they talk. Hey, bitches. Yeah, like, it's all the time. It's apple teeny time. Yeah, it's, uh, there's also that, that side of it, too. <laughs> right. But 
it's not lost upon me that at some point that these people, those people are going to start to appreciate this country, the sports world. And I looked and I looked and I started to say, well, okay, where's the silver lining in any of this? Okay. I certainly, um, you know, I'm certainly hoping that at some point that, you know, she does come home and she doesn't deserve to be locked up in so far as much I know about it. And uh, that's too bad. It's a bad story and shows that you should just abide by the laws, you know, when in Rome do as they do and, you know, abide by their laws, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and the, the, the bad part is, is everywhere you go, you don't have any article, any opinions, anybody talking about why living in the United States is so much better than living anywhere else in the world. Nobody can fly the red, white, and blue. Nobody can not take a knee. Nobody can say, well, you know what? Boy, I would rather Brittany Griner be home with Donald Trump as president than her locked up ab- abroad with a man who couldn't even, you know, find his way to the bathroom on his own in uh, Joe Biden. Do you see my, what I'm saying? You follow my drift here. But nowhere in the sports world, look for it. Look for the articles. Go on ESPN, go on CBS Sports, go on any sort of comparison about the United States versus Russia. Remember, these are people who are drumming up the very worst things about Russia right now in terms of their uh, attacking Ukraine. But they can't find it. This is how I know they hate America and they want to change it. Because they cannot stop themselves for a second to appreciate the finer points about this wonderful country, about things that would never happen over over here that are definitely happening over there. And look, folks, look everywhere. There's no write-ups at all like this. This is just how liberal is. This is the way they think. They would rather Brittany Griner be locked up abroad and turn around and blame Putin, right? instead of Brittany, and then turn around and compare Putin to his good friend, Vladimir Donald Trump. That's the way, that's their logic. They'll they'll go that far in that train in vain, instead of just saying, you know what, boy, the United States, we really appreciate it. We hope she gets home soon, and this is a terrible thing, and it shows that we need to make sure that our, this is after she apologized, make sure that our athletes behave uh, abroad. How much easier is that? How about just appreciating our great country and preserving it uh, while we're in it? 550-50-500. That's 550-50-500. Dowd, you won't be able to find it. You won't find a single article. I looked. I was waiting. I was like, okay, certainly someone's got to write about, you know, how amazing America is compared to Russia. Right. No, couldn't do it. Still couldn't write that article. You you could do a deep dive on uh, first-time offender, no criminal record. They find a little hash residue in your vape device. You get a slap on the wrist. You get like, six months suspended in community service in our, in our civilized country versus, uh, versus Russia. Yeah. Well, well, missed opportunity. I guess. Missed opportunity once again. All right. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, I think it's time to go back uh, uh, down memory lane. Uh, I don't think we're going to ever let this story die. I mean, after no, all, uh, <laughs> Ahmed Assad isn't going to let the story nope, die. And I nope. think we need to keep community up. still reeling after this. Uh, yes, the community yes. is still reeling. Yes. And what, what we do know is there's only one voice of opposition on that entire story. And that's the voice that's here in the Kiva folks. We had it from day one and we're going to continue to razz them because we're, they're now explaining everything that's going on. 
absolutely everything that's going on in their community. Are they not doubt? It's, yeah. it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they can't stop talking about how much they have done, what they're doing, how things are going. And uh, Hey, you know, everything lessons uh... learned is not a priority for them. <laughs> Let's put it that way. All right. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rock of Town, 517, back in four. Little Roger Miller, a little dang me. I'm sure that, that that's how Ahmed Assad and the rest of the Muslims are feeling over at the Islamic Center. Said, oh, hi, getting ideas. Ain't nothing but a fool to live like this. Out all night, running wild. Woman sitting home with a month old child. Dang me, dang me. They'll take a rope and hang me. High from the highest tree, woman, would you weep for me? Just sitting around drinking with the rest of the guys. Six rounds bought, and I bought five. Spent the groceries and half the rent, like fourteen dollars and twenty-seven cents. Oh, dang me, dang me. They ought to take a rope and hang me. High from the highest tree. Woman, would you weep for me? Actually, back on the chain gang, the chain of uh, blaming every Hispanic. Uh, I don't know what's the ratio of Hispanic uh, versus Muslims when it comes to actually counting for something. Is it uh, for every uh, one Muslim death? Is that uh, you? Is that one sixteenth Hispanic? We gotta get a death? precise is that, formula. Is that what it is? We gotta we get gotta, the boys of Los Alamos to work. Yeah, we gotta figure out what uh, how to compute that. <laughs> Go to krqe.com. Doubt. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, got a little experiment there for uh, D. Dowd Musket to kick things off. Um, well, he pulls that up, uh, and he gets caught up in all that. He's, he's going to be looking for any signs of anything having to do with, uh, the, the biggest, uh, murder, uh, spree in Albuquerque's history over the last five years. So we'll see. Well, besides, of course, the, the crazy guy who, I don't know, chopped up a bunch of people, left him at the airport. Let's not forget that. Yeah. What happened to that? Yeah. I don't know what happened to that. Uh, let's see. First New Mexico woman honored as a U.S. Marshal. Oh, there we go. That's a, that's a uplifting hey, uh, story. UNM North campus parking Ooh. changes. Ah, Hey everybody. That's awesome. That's oh, great. God. I'm glad, uh, you know, it's getting kind of, kind of getting busy up there. Uh, video police talk to family after a toddler wanders out into well, the street. There we go. Keep the kids safe. That's uh, uh, Hamas man stays out of jail despite Hamas. DA's. Hamas. That's a Hamas. Hamas. Good. Make it over. That's a Hamas. Pretty, uh, 
something seems to be missing. Hmm. Melanie Sansbury apologizes for hyping non-hate crime. No. Ah, no, that, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, what? No, is that, that on that the exists, front page? That that's only in my mind. What? what? <laughs> yeah, no. I meant I said. I kill you. <laughs> Where is that guy? Remember that guy used to do that? Uh, remember he used to do that little skit? Yeah, he'd do the little uh, um, jihadi body. What was it he did? It was hilarious. It was a Silence! I kill you! <laughs> you touch my stuff, I'll kill you. I kill you! <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico, Sunni and Shia have been killing each other for 1,400 years. They have. Each considers the other heretics. It is the disagreement of who should have succeeded Muhammad. It has nothing to do with the infidels or the Islamophobia. That's uh, from a... Four Albuquerque Muslim men murdered. Massive police force, including FBI, make arrests. Muslim man arrested. Sunni versus Shiite, marrying outside the faith. Afghan and Pakistani governor talk about the risk community. And the state representative, Stansbury, talks about Islamophobia. And the media is so disappointed that they cannot blame a white Christian Trumper. That's, a, that's about it. Is that about the, did we about summarize it right there? Disappointment. Epic level disappointment. Yeah, epic level. Um, so. I think it's time to take a journey back up north to the India Palace. Any new developments on that front, D-Dud Muska? <laughs> I continue to search in vain for any <sighs> updates. Yes. The what are we, over, over two years now? Yeah, we're over. The Trump train, uh, certainly in vain, uh, by the way. Uh, uh, back uh, 2016, uh, some time ago, folks, that, yeah. You should know time flies, right? And uh, you may not be. The attorney general threatens to prosecute Americans for anti-Muslim hate crimes. Muslims are faking anti-Muslim hate crimes. This is Investor Business Daily. IBD is not exactly considered a conservative Republican stalwart publication. Muslims are faking anti-Muslim hate crimes across the country to prop up the fiction that Muslims are victimized in the U.S. Uh, what was the number again? Number of uh, Muslims murdered? Uh, Oh, I think the yeah. last one Zero. was three, Zero over the three, last years three years ago. I think yeah. we really... Yeah. <laughs> the latest fabrication involves the torching of a Houston mosque on Christmas Day. The arson was quickly seized on by the national media and Muslim rights groups like the Council of American and Islamic Relations, CARE, Care. which demanded the police investigate it as a hate crime. We urge law enforcement authorities to investigate a possible bias motive for this. Will we be hearing a, an apology to the Albuquerque community on behalf of the Islamic Center of the State of New Mexico for characterizing this we'll be uh, getting a, a an issued apology from mayor tim keller perhaps uh i don't know michelle luhan grisham but any of those i think i hear crickets I'm waiting for that apology when's the news conference for the apology to the community of albuquerque for being a hateful community this is not this is not who we are wait wait, wait. this is michelle luhan grisham she's they have to bring it she's this is not who we are <laughs> Enunciate up to the mic. Every single person that's ahead of her, she's got to start instructing. She's got to do a better. She's been at this for four years. Mm -hmm. She's got to stop. She's got to, uh, before she even goes up, remember, I'm only four foot 11, four foot 10. You didn't bring, you didn't bring a box. Silence. Do they still make phone books? I kill you. That could help. What's that? Do they still make phone books? You know, she could step up on those. They don't make phone books. Phone book you only make those uh, phone books are only for Let, growing. Let's, let's go only for Sammy growing population. They'll look at us like, what? They only have uh, phone books for growing populations. <laughs> well, that's true, too. <laughs> you still have the same number. Yeah, I remember my number. Yeah, it's the same one. 242 cops. No. <laughs> Call me there. I'll be right there. I'm always there. Me and the familia, we're always there. 
Federal authorities did investigate it, and they call her a suspect. <laughs> Sorry, Care. He's not a Muslim-hating Trump supporter. He's a Muslim. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Story after story after story after story. It doesn't stop. It's incessant. The pitter-patter of attempted ways that communities, particularly blue cities, blue states, have tried to call people to action to be more fair, more diverse, more tolerant, and get rid of the Christian right-wingers here in this community, has almost never, almost never resulted in a Christian right-winger going out to murder a Muslim. In fact, we can say it with such certainty that the only times where it did happen, it may have only happened on accident and not because it had anything to do with either being black or being Muslim. Yes, folks. Not only that, according to this uh, particular report, he's a longtime member of the damaged Islamic Society of Greater Houston Mosque, where he prayed five times a day, seven times a week. What are they praying about over there? I can't imagine if I... Pray a lot. Yeah, if I was praying that much, do you think I would ever even think about slashing tires? Like, this is how bad we've got these guys on the ropes. You got Ahmad Assad, who's out there releasing video that he has stored up of Saeed <laughs> slashing tires. He had that in the... He just had that at the ready. Well, we asked, we asked the man to leave years ago. When what language did you ask him to leave? Because apparently these people are not integrating themselves. That's a problem. This is America. It might be a mosque. It might be an Islamic mosque where they worship Muhammad, and that's great. We love that. We love our First Amendment. Please worship whatever you want. Whatever you want. We don't care. We, we honestly don't care what you worship. But don't escalate it and try to gaslight the entire city all over again. I don't want to get into that, but. We deserve an apology. I think the uh, community at large, Dowd, I think we deserve an apology. Is that, is that fair to say? Uh, absolutely. And I think the, the fig leaf they're using, Eddie, is, uh, uh, oh, we, we were right about hate. This was a sectarian violence within the Muslim community. That involved hate. Uh, folks, if you buy that, <laughs> we know exactly what they meant when they were talking about resistance and hostility to diversity, equity, inclusion, hate crimes. They meant whitey, white, MAGA hat, Christian wearing, you know, and uh, come on, just they're going to be they're either going to be ignoring or they're going to be rewriting history. They terrorized this community for five days, five straight days and telling really the, the biggest victims of all were people of the Islamic faith in this community because they weren't being targeted just because of their religion. Obviously, this guy had a personal beef uh, with these individuals. He had contact with them, uh, and, and and he had a violent past. I mean, from what little we know, I'm sure maybe more will, will come out. And um, I just, <clears throat> we, we know that, uh, well, I, I guess here in the Kiva, we'll hold them to account, but you really can't look to many other sources that are going to uh, hold these people responsible for. As I said in the piece yesterday, they had a, a five days of fun fear-mongering as much as they could. And uh, we know who the target was. We know who the target was. Oh, yes. Oh, these guys, you guys, are, you guys are the absolute best. Every single time you guys do it. Silence! I kill you! <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, you know. I mean, it's, it's honest, it's real, it's, it's true. 
Uh, Jeff Dunham is the, the guy's name. That story actually continues, folks, because it happened in Fresno, happened in Massachusetts, happened in Florida, happened in Kansas, happened in Washington State, and on and on and on. Dearborn? Yep. California? He's a longtime member of the Damaged Islamic Society of Greater Houston, praying five times a day, seven days a week. Last Christmas, a similar incident was reported in the mosque in Fresno. In a similar rush to judgment, the media joined Muslim groups in accusing anti-Islamic bigots for the vandalism of the Islamic Cultural Center. I'd like to claim brilliance on this or genius. But this was written seven years ago. Yep, yep. We were reading this seven years ago. Only it turned out that the incident was not the act of Islamophobia after all. No, 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 no. The damage was self-inflicted by a member of its own mosque. The police arrested Asif Mohammed Khan. They said that he was an admirer of Osama bin Laden. And that itself wasn't isolated. Muslim groups and their media apologists misleading the public about anti-Muslim hate crimes. It's what they do. They're part of a long series of events, including pure fabrications that serve to portray non-Muslims as threats and deflect attention away from Muslims as the real threats, learning from other groups that they've discovered that racism can be blamed for almost everything. Let me give you the long litany. Shall we read? This is just two years, more than eight years ago. October 2014, two Muslim activists released a video showing NYPD cops harassing and racially profiling Muslims just for wearing Islamic garb. The video went viral, care demanded an investigation for discrimination, but the whole thing was staged. The cops weren't even real. June 2014, after three burned Qurans were found in front of a mosque in Dearborn, Michigan, the imam there led a campaign to pass a local statute criminalizing the desecration of holy books. The media ran with it, crusade gained traction, until it was revealed that the Quran barbecue was none other than the Muslim name Ali Hassan al-Assadi. April 2014, after murdering his wife, a Muslim man in El Cajon, California, made it look like an anti-Muslim bigot did the crime. He left a note with her body that read, go back to your country, you terrorist, which led the media to report the murder as an Islamic hate crime. It was not. Some claim that the slain wife was targeted for wearing a hijab. CNN host Riza Aslan blamed conservative Islamo Epps for the homicide, even after the truth came out that it was an Islamic honor killing, not a hate crime. Fast forward uh, to <clears throat> August of 2022, Albuquerque, New Mexico. We still get blamed for it and no apology. Do I demand uh, an apology on behalf of every conservative and every uh, man of a uh, man and woman not of the Islamic uh, culture oh, hmm. formal a formal a uh, formal yeah. request yes, yes yes i demand august 2010 muslim high school girl in ann arbor michigan claimed that a mob physically attacked her in an apparent hate crime which included ethnic slurs and the forcible removal of hijab the alleged hate crime prompted care to lead a media blitz calling for investigations by state and federal authorities except the assault never happened the girl was eventually charged and found guilty of disorderly conduct FBI data show that hate crimes against Muslims are, are actually very rare, which probably explains the need to make them up. Hysteria over Islamophobia is merely used as a terror support group such as CARE to shut down the debate over jihadism and the responsibility of the Muslim community to reform violent Islam and call out the terrorists radicalized in the ranks. I think the latest proves exactly that. Eddie, the saddest thing about all of this is, and, and we've heard these stories not not you people who've been here forever, you 11th generation. You gener people? What not, do you mean, you people? I mean you 11th generation people who I <laughs> admire because you really can trace your lineage back to so many generations. But, oh, so uh, you know, 
Irish and Slovak and Italian and Jewish and, you know, all the people who rolled into America in the mid-19th century, you know, right up to when the door kind of got slammed in the 1920s. These stories of my grandparents, my great-grandparents going to the movies and sitting in, in all day so they could help them learn English in the movie theater so they could become Americans. America had this sort of natural assimilation process. But yes. look at look at Melanie Stansbury and her ilk now. If you come to this country and you're different, and I'm, I'm generally pro-legal immigration. We don't have babies in this country anymore. I want America to continue. We're going to have to have some immigrants if we want our, uh, our country to continue, our ideas to continue, our principles, the Bill of Rights to continue. So I'm generally pro-immigration. But we don't have the assimilation system anymore that was this the, the celebration of the melting pot. We have Melanie Stansbury and her ilk. When you come here now, if your skin tone is a little different than the average skin tone, if your religion is different, if you don't speak a language very well, the Melanie Stansberries of the world will say, hey, you know what? We, we love you. We, we want your vote and we, we, we're, we're glad to have you here. But there's this awful group of people, uh, wealthy, white, re red hat, MAGA hat wearing people who hate your guts and you've got a target on your back. And you've got to really look out for them. The evidence doesn't support that claim, but it's great for people, professional politicians, to uh, lock these people up into fear with fear mongering and lock them into dependency. And Eddie, it's the people like over. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, folks. I have nothing against you or your religion, but the people over at the Islamic Center who have jumped in to the victimization pool headfirst and enthusiastically stood there at press conferences and supported left wing politicians who are pushing the narrative that you have a target on your back. You don't have a target on your back, folks, okay? If you work hard in this country, if you're good to your neighbors and kind and polite and you raise your family, no one's going to bother you, okay? You're going to be fine. Your real enemy is people like Melanie Stansbury and Michelle Lujan Grisham. That's the sad thing, Eddie. I don't think we have that assimilation, uh, that sort of default assimilation process. And we didn't have back then predatory politicians. If anything, you had maybe ethnic politicians back there, you know, ward bosses, Italian and Irish ward bosses who would explain to you, here's how you become an American. Here's how we can get a job for you down at the dock. Now you have left-wing kook progressives saying, oh, you're, I mean, hey, you're going to inevitably be the victim of a hate crime. It's, it's just reprehensible and it's just baseless. It's all votes. It's all yeah. registrations. Power. It's Power. Uh, all about consolidating a worldview which supports, uh, in my opinion, now the minority. I think we should ask ourselves the question at this point of whether or not the prevailing narrative is really a majority narrative. I, I don't know that anybody is really interested in hearing that the rest of the community needs to come together and needs to be, you know, less hateful. I don't know that anybody feels hateful. I don't know that anyone's not together. I mean, after all, we're I just listen to Tim Keller. We're one Albuquerque. I mean, ask the man himself. He'll tell. He'll tell you. But also the narrative itself uh, immediately shifts and changes. We're three days away from probably the biggest news story of the year, potentially. You know, I, I, a crime itself that was bigger than the total number of murders in a record year was the fact that these people were being targeted by white supremacists. Nope, strike that. No. By a Muslim honor killing, essentially. And taking out notables, people connected directly to political, to political elected officials like Melanie Stansbury. I mean, if it's that close and they're still willing to call it a hate crime, if they don't know their own people are working in their own offices, do they even know the rest of their district at this point? I think it's a fair question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
in the media, their reputation on the line as well. Why? Because they decided to carry the water on behalf of the politicians. Now, we always talk about the, the fourth estate, right? The fourth estate. Well, the fourth estate doesn't exist in a state in a city like New Mexico because they are not holding people accountable, their feet to the fire. We're having to do that job. Do we want to be journalists? No. We're opening commentary daily on the problems in the news and the events of the city. Does that make us brighter than all of them? No. We look brilliant because they don't do their job. We literally look brilliant only because they don't do their job. You have half-assed bloggers who barely put anything together, can't write for the life of them, and they get 3,000 clicks on a story. Why? Because the media doesn't do its job. How do these people get jobs other places? Ask yourself that question. How do they start from here and go somewhere else to sort of spin their propaganda wheels in bigger and better cities than New Mexico? Well, they learn to do it right here. This is their fertile training ground by keeping up their narrative, building their narrative. And, uh, hey, we'll put out the news that you pay us to put out, not the news that actually is. And the final point of that, not holding their feet to the fire, is the fact that they shut down the scanners last night. We have a right to know what traffic is happening out there on the streets. Today, I've received nothing. No response from the Albuquerque Police Department. No response from the city of Albuquerque. And to this point, I have no encryption code for getting behind that wall that would allow us to go ahead and track the number of murders. Uh, uh, by the way, folks, I know you can't see tonight, but tonight is a full moon. It is a sturgeon moon. It's the biggest moon of the year, okay? Here on this August the 11th, it's a big moon. Okay? Well, what do we say with the, the moons? And pregnancies, births, I don't know, uh, murder, right? Emergency room. Not going to be able to go ahead and track any of that stuff. Why? Because they want to go ahead and keep that under wraps. Channel 13 has literally zero, zero on the Muslim murders. Four has a follow-up suspect in killings. Could be released ahead of trial. Yes, that coming out today. Why should that surprise anyone? Oh, my gosh, the injustice. This man could be out. He was on the run. He was about to leave. He could be a flight risk. They've arrested the man three times in the last five years. He's literally beat his wife, dragged her ass out of the car. Sorry for phrasing it that way, but I believe I'm, I'm honoring uh, his viewpoint of how he thinks of his family. And they still defend him, just like you. You will still defend this man because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know where he's He murdered a couple of people. He didn't know any better. He was trying to preserve his, uh, his religion. This is the only place where you can do this. This is the same culture that throws gays, homosexuals off the floor, sixth floor of buildings in Saudi Arabia and other Islamic fundamentalist countries. And they are right here. This shouldn't surprise you. Integrate, become modern, become American, become tolerant. I mean, can you imagine becoming so incredibly intolerant that even after praying seven times a day to Mecca, or five times a day, seven days a week uh, to Mecca, that you, you still have this burning Islamic hatred in you where you have to go out and murder? Like, that's a weird thing to me. Isn't your God supposed to be, be a God of, of peace and a God of tranquility? If even one man should, be, should die, it is the death of all humanity or whatever BS they happen to be spewing out. Okay? It's all BS. It's all crap. 
Now let's talk about the uh, India Palace uh, for a second because I want to reopen that. I think I'm demanding now, and I think I'm well within my rights to demand after I'm the original person who called it fake. Okay, you called it fake the next morning. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't wait. A it was month pretty early. Or a week. <laughs> I don't yeah, even think sure? it was 24 hours. I didn't assess. I didn't do anything. I remember looking over, over folks. I looked over at Eddie and I think I, I pulled a Sam and a Sebastian. I rolled my eyes. I thought, oh boy, he's really going out on this one. And um, time has been kind to, to what he said that day. You, you think, you still think there's a possibility that was an actual hate crime? Oh, they're sending it to the FBI labs for a forensic analysis of the handwriting on the walls there. Can you imagine? I mean, Ahmad Assad is probably listening right now. Can you imagine how incredibly angry that horrible Republican who is running for the mayor of Albuquerque? How can we make him right? We supported Tim Keller. Um, yeah, we the know purveyor that, of hate, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, purveyor of a, hate. Really, I, I really am. There's no doubt about it. Um, uh, so much hate all the time, 24-7. Pew Research uh, did uh, uh, sort of a profile on the Muslim community and who they vote for and why. And I got to tell you, boy, it is very surprising for being a such a strong fundamentalist conservative. Really? Conser- when you say conservatives up there to the right of, of every Christian out there is 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 Muslim people. Eddie, before it, 9-11. Do, did you know that? Okay, a few like, months, have you seen what they believe? A few months before 9-11. I've been following this for over 20 years and I've been called the... Uh, Islam lover and secret Muslim and uh, America hater many times. So get be prepared if you're in that camp, folks. I'll give you more more evidence for how terrible I am. A couple months before 9-11, Grover Norquist, the president of Americans for Tax Reform, there's not a person alive who has fought big government in Washington more than Grover Norquist. He actually married a Palestinian woman a couple years ago, and we can, we can get into that. But Grover wrote an article for the American Spectator. A lot of people might remember that magazine back in the 90s. They broke, oh, yeah. they broke the Bill Clinton story. Uh, Bob Terrell used to be the editor. It, had, it doesn't, its reputation isn't what it once used to be. I, I, I came up just dreaming of being a writer for the American Spectator, but I, I wouldn't bother now. I'm quite happy where I am in the Kiva. Oh, um, and, oh, nice. and, and Grover said, these people, meaning the growth of Im- Muslim immigrants in the United States, are natural conservatives, natural Republicans, because Grover is a little more political than I am. Uh, he laid out the entrepreneurship, the family values, law and order, uh, the potential the tremendous interest in the Islamic community in this country in school choice. And this was a couple months before 9-11. And then, of course, 9-11 happens and everything went to hell. But Grover deserves great credit for looking at the sort of economic and social positions of so many Islamic people in this country and how it dovetails quite nicely with conservatism. And oh, uh, it, perfect. It, like the assimilation should be 100 uh, <laughs> percent. As, as you know, Eddie, the, the numbers on voting are very, very poor. There was an old line. In the, there was a line in the old days in New York where they said Jews, uh, Jews act like they're Episcopalians, but they vote like they're Puerto Ricans. And it, it, it is. Oh, wow. I, yeah, that is it, good. That is right. I've, hey, having known Puerto Ricans my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're Democrats. <laughs> um, but, you know, where I come from, when you, when you say Latino or Hispanic, we're mostly Puerto Ricans in, in Connecticut, Southern New England. Um, it's, it's the same with, uh, with folks of the Islamic faith. If you run down issue by issue, they, they would, you, as you said, Eddie, if you just looked at those, you would say, oh, my God, these are natural conservatives. Voting wise, uh, <clears throat> Not so much. Uh, more, more in the Democratic camp, uh, I'd say. Uh, the numbers. Very much so. Yeah. Right. Uh, because they love illegal immigration. I need my uh, questions that I asked yesterday answered. Illegal immigrants. How did they come in? 
We now know how they acquired it. Thank you for asking uh, that. That's uh, good. This back from September 9th of 2020 in the Santa Fe Reporter. Very understanding, community-oriented, you know, always covering all the events of the week. Friends, shop, contest, contact, advertising. The joint investigation kicked off when Santa Fe PD classified the vandalism of the restaurant as a hate crime. Unbelievable. Instant. As a hate crime. crime. Yep. Yes, I know that he could be released. Saeed, oh, poor man. Saeed, poor Saeed. He didn't know the language. He didn't know the guns. He, you guys put a gun in his hand and he took out everybody. Why? Because you put a gun in his hand. <laughs> in, in Afghanistan. It we, went off. We, we kill three people over the course of 10 days all the time in Afghanistan. It's just <laughs> normal, you know. <sighs> Santa Fe PD classified the vandalism of the restaurant as a hate crime. I want to go ahead and give kudos to our Albuquerque Police Department. Good job for not characterizing this as a hate crime. That is the only the single only silver lining yep. in this entire story. Silver jetta lining. That is the only thing. Okay. And tied it to vandalism back, by the way, back in uh, in Santa Fe in the Plaza Obelisk the same night, Sunday, June 21st. Now, I ask you, because this is not information I had before. Process this very slowly. Please process this very slowly. The investigation into the vandalism of downtown restaurant India Palace is in limbo while the FBI analyzes the crime, according to the Santa Fe Police Department captain. The joint investigation kicked off when the Santa Fe Police Department classified the vandalism of the restaurant as a hate crime and tentatively tied it to the vandalism of the Plaza Obelisk the same exact night, Sunday, June 21st. If you are too stupid to process what I just read from the Santa Fe reporter, turn in your Republican, conservative, uh, turn in your human being card now. The people who were vandalizing the obelisk in the Santa Fe Plaza had absolutely zero upon zero upon zero to do with anything regarding Donald Trump, white supremacists, or anybody that's hating on Muslims. I'm going to take it a step further today, and I'm going to insinuate the very people who did not get charged for the destruction of public property are going to be no more than two degrees separated, if not the very degree of the very people who took down the obelisk in the park. I will be vindicated on that. I will say that right now. The very people who were let off on the crimes for the destruction of the obelisk and for all the public vandalism that happened in the Santa Fe Plaza are the very same people who are responsible. Very same people who are responsible for the destruction of the Santa Fe India Palace. I can't believe I missed that small little detail. I apologize to my audience for not taking it to that length, but yes, there they are, folks, right there. And the Santa Fe reporter basically lets you know it. I rest my case.
Am I correct, Dowd, in stating that not a single person who was involved in what happened in the Santa Fe Plaza was found guilty on any public destruction? I believe they went into that diversion program. Right. The reconciliation. At no process. point, yeah. right? At no point. Yeah. Yeah. Least, uh on the India Palace released surveillance videos, they say, show three suspects in the plaza caught in the act of vandalism. The footage shows people riding bicycles on the streets. One video shot from under the portal along the San Francisco shows a faraway figure spray painting the monument. What happened at India Palace? Does anybody remember? Spray painting. Both incidents, both spray painting, both destruction of property, one private, one public. I think we're done, Dowd. I think we've solved the case. <laughs> or, uh, and, uh, or the obelisk there is no people. Uh, or the yes, there is the uh, the obelisk people inspired the inside <laughs> job. Okay, because according to this police chief, this, he told Milan Simonich five months ago. Oh, okay. Quote: We were the lead agency. We got to the point that we weren't able to rule out that people associated with the restaurant could be involved. We decided it would be better if we let the FBI handle. And the FBI is not talking. Hour three, you and me, and the Dowd will make three right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, That little detail, Dowd, I got to tell you, I was so incredibly happy to sort of, uh, you know, get that out there just because I just couldn't believe that I had missed it. You know, it's like one of those, one, one of those things, you know, you, you miss uh, so often. Uh, did you, and then, do you remember reading about the spray painting or anything? Oh, yeah. It was the, the, I think it said, what, Trump, you know, you go home, go back to your country, Trump 2020. Yeah. But did you know what happened on the same day, too? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's you why, did? That's why I thought it might be a fake hate crime from the protesters. But, but you know, according to Simonich, it looks more like an inside job. He also interviewed somebody who was questioned by the FBI, and he, he the, the person told Simonich, oh, these the kind of questions they were asking me sounded more like an insurance fraud investigation, not a vandalism investigation. Wow. So uh, uh, either way, folks, the official story, bunk, bunk, complete bunk. Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, this goes out to the owners of the India Palace. Uh, thanks for playing, folks. Uh, you will never find any sort of uh, closure on that because we know that the closure likely came from the inside, unless you can tell us otherwise. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, hit at the top of the hour of the news on AM600KIVABQ.FM, Rock of Talk.
411 here for your third hour. I am at Eric on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 rockoftalk.com. And uh, some stuff going on outside the uh, radio station here down below. Uh, looks like uh, they may have lost one in the community there, D Dad Muscat. Oh uh, yeah, there's uh, lots of hugging, crying. I'm not sure what's going on, but there's like four or five cars. I think they came to their own stomping grounds. Uh, by the way, uh, folks, you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. Boy, look, all those uh, free. You guys are all free. You guys are spending more and more money. I guess the average inflation has impacted everybody to the tune of nearly $4,400. Do you feel $4,400 poor? Well, there's a good reason. His name, Joe Biden. Yeah. We'll get to that uh, to kick off this uh, third hour data dump. Take a data dump here on your third hour. Lots to get to and uh, maybe a little bit more loose. Uh, than uh, other data dumps, but information that you need to know. You were feeling lighter in the uh, pockets, uh, folks. Everyone's showing up here. Looks like they lost somebody in the uh, drag racing community there now. Just take hey. a look. It's kind of crazy. It's Hey, Chewy, you'll never be forgotten. Hey, my, Chewy, my we do it for you. We pour out one for our homies. No, we lost him. He was racing hard. He was racing very hard. Don't forget, you can podcast us on, on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify as well as Apple, iTunes, and as always, you can uh, catch our app at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. 
And uh, don't forget, we'll have the Espa police blotter tomorrow. Uh, a nice addition. Doubt it's organized read. it last night. Sent it off. I was Eric reading down. through those, and I am, I'm excited as ever. I don't mind actually read them before because now that I'm reading them before, they're mm. actually as good, if not better. I'm laughing to myself. It's like I get a a chiste a second time. The jokes just keep coming. Yeah, yeah. a lot of um. Uh, clothing missing in this week's edition oh you'll, nice you'll hear it's about hot. people uh people Very mi- hot. missing the upper portion of their clothing and in one case the lower portion oh oh that's no no bueno yeah some it looks like they lost somebody in the community over there wow they're coming here hugs all around what's up right right here to the chest you know bringing it out they got their stickers the yellow camaro yeah, yeah. the drop down low and slow uh truck out there the camion look at it I've got to, I spent a lot of money. All right, uh, Dowd's uh, data dump. Without further ado, <laughs> please subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, support my good man. Uh, we had a, a good uh, Mr. Um, <clears throat> the wonderful uh, people at Tilted Kilt love D. Dowd Muska, and he brought in a nice crisp Benjamin Franklin uh, $100 bill to uh, D. Dowd Muska. Gonna slap that sucker right down on there the roulette is. wheel there in is. a couple days. <laughs> All red, 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 baby. Go red. Go red. Yeah, so we're going to see what to do with that. Well, uh, Eddie, I have been putting the links to the yeah. data dump in the uh, daily notes for the show. Thank so, you. Uh, one more that. reason to subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today we've got three domestic and two international pieces of information. I haven't been doing too much on the international scene. I like um, mine's imported. No. Hey, hey. Um, one uh an old old world economy and one a new world economy but we're going to start right here in the good old us of a i i, I think this is still america right i hope i think so america. i don't ever want america to die but we're doing a good job aren't we ladies and gentlemen pushing it in that direction uh moving on producer price index of course this is ah. what the uh, the producers manufacturers and uh, service providers pay for for their materials on an annualized basis <clears throat> the ppi producer price index rose by 9.8 Wow, okay. that's, that's, that's higher not, than inflation. Yeah, that's not great. But they got to pass those numbers on, right? Eddie, one of the uh, problems I'm having with the, with the daily data dump is when you when you go to the conventional news sources, yeah. they are spinning so hard for Joe Biden. Yeah, they, they will put yeah. so many qualifiers in it to try to boost it up. So let me just give you a little comparison, okay? It, it is indeed the lowest rate since October 2021. That's the annualized producer price index. Uh, it, it compared to an 11.3% in June. The record high was 11.7% back in March. I would submit to you folks that 9.8 is still a significant rise. Uh, they're spitting this as good news. I, I guess if your standards for goodness uh, are very low, I guess it's good news. It's not good that it's at 9.8%. We, I, but we I don't think want what, that. I think the angle that they're taking down, it seems to me that they're just glad that it's going in the other direction. Right, right. So right. And, and then you heard Joe Biden yesterday say that we have zero Basically, zero inflation. Yeah. I didn't fear any inflation. But but I've seen a couple of headlines say, oh, the producer price index falls, uh, you know, 0.5%. No, it still rose. It just isn't rising at the quite right. the rate that it was last month. And I just finished the most amazing book. It's called Innumeracy by a mathematician. He wrote it in the late 1980s about how Americans, yes, were rightly concerned. And in New Mexico, we're the worst of the worst when it comes to uh, literacy. You know, we, we can't read and we don't read and people don't read books and don't read newspapers. His argument as a mathematician was innumeracy, which is basically illiteracy as applied to math, oh, is at least like as it. big a problem as illiteracy. Yeah. Um, it's I'm, it's an amazing, but very short, brief book. You can read it in like an afternoon. But uh, uh, anyway, th- I think when people hear, 
oh, wait a minute, inflation is falling. I just heard that the, the producer price index was was down 0.5. No, no wow. it still rose. It still rose. It just hasn't been rising at this, you know, record setting pace uh, in recent months. So again, you know, let's, let's, let's temper. Hasn't been reality. It hasn't been rising at the record setting pace. Yeah, not, it's it's the highest it's been anymore. in 40 years. <laughs> we're close not to a record setting pace. Yeah. Uh, it really isn't, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the depression coming out of the bread, but it is record setting nonetheless. So. Uh, and the second one is, uh, you know, again, not free fall, but not, not, not good. The number of Americans who signed up for unemployment benefits rose last week yep. to the highest level since November. Uh, the applications for jobless aid, if you want to call it that climbed uh, to 262,000 yep. and has now risen five out of the last six weeks. This is the federal government, not D Dowd Muska, the Fe Joe Biden's federal government saying this, the four week average for claims which smooths things out. Remember the seven-day average for deaths mm. and cases? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it rose to 252,000. That's also the highest since November of 2021. The number of Americans collecting uh, the traditional unemployment benefits, it rose to 1.43 million in the last week of July, the highest number since back in April. Uh, those were the, uh, the, the two federal numbers, and I guess this is a quasi-federal number for number three, something of great interest to Mr. Aragon, who is, uh, probably knows more about real estate than most people i've ever met i need uh, to get back into the game baby i gotta start slinging properties damn get those commissions huh? there those we go commissions. yeah uh, rates for home loans jumped this week as financial markets and consumer Dumb. sentiment remain choppy the increase follows a slight reprieve last week uh when mortgage rates fell okay so we're gonna give you the 30-year fixed rate mortgage it yes. was at 5.22 percent for the week ending august 11th that's up from 4.99 percent in the previous week according to freddie mac uh, now, punto duro, duro. And, and this is something that you want to talk about in numeracy, folks. As the author said, when someone throws a number, uh, a bubble-headed bleach blonde uh, comes on at five, tells you about a plane crash with a gleam in her eye. Um, <laughs> you should not uh, be talking about plane crashes, D-Dad. No, no. I'm, I, I have no fear. I'm, I'm going to be so loaded on on uh, cannabis, folks. You don't even know. Um, <laughs> the, the, so... When you're when you're talking about it being up from five point two two percent to five point two two percent from four point nine nine percent, the question should always be from when, what time interval? So we're talking week to week here. Now we go back same mortgage rate a year ago, yeah. and it and it displays how in only twelve months you saw far more dramatic, uh, uh, a far more dramatic rise. A year ago, two point eight seven percent. Yeah. Now five point two two. So that's insane. You know what time frame are you talking about? I mean, it would seem to me, what's that? Almost a, not a doubling, but it's you know I don't know eighty percent rise in in twelve months. I'm not from the real estate world, but that's a pretty big hike in in one month. Uh, that one takes year. out three quarters of the buyers. What's out with all the homies are outside? It's crazy out there. Yeah, Sorry about that. They're worried about yeah. the mortgage rates. All right, so those are the two domestic uh, three domestic numbers. I'm going to give you three uh, two little factoids about. Foreigners, uh, foreigners, our beloved Germany, um, as Dennis Miller said, uh, back when East and West Germany got reunited, he said, you know, I've never really loved their work, uh, their work <laughs> together in the past. And I'm not really excited about, you know, things moving forward. I'll give Miller credit for that. That was a good one. You know, if you really look at the record, folks, do we want a united Germany? When they really get united in Germany, do, does good, does, is that a good result for humanity? Not, not all that often. Uh, the country's prospects, according to Christian Lindner, the German finance minister, have become, quote, fragile close quote uh, he said uh, yesterday wednesday growth forecasts downgraded life has become quote much more expensive for lots of people close quote with rising prices for gas energy and food germany is experiencing a squall of shocks that are darkening its economic outlook along with soaring inflation 
persistent supply chain problems and weaker global demand are weighing, they are all weighing heavily on Germany's industrial sector. This is, of course, according to the Financial Times, the UK's version of, of the Wall Street Journal. Very respectable, respectable paper. And um, and, and pink, by the way. Pink. Yeah, yes. Uh, curious. Uh, and a very tough paywall, which I'm always trying to break and usually failing. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Reuters. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, this is uh, Reuters. The more you see of them, the less I like. But this is a Morgan Stanley analysis by uh, uh, economists at Morgan Stanley. India could emerge as Asia's strongest economy in 2022 and 23 as it's Would you best... like to come into my country? Hello. Uh, what did we hear from uh, the president? You cannot own a Dunkin' Donuts in Delaware what? unless you have the red dot on your forehead. We have audio of him saying that. Uh, very insensitive yeah, on the part of also, our president. Yeah. Very... Right, let, me, let, me, let me pull that up. Yeah, <laughs> oh, go it's, ahead. it's classic. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Morgan Stanley says, uh, India, not China, could emerge as Asia's uh, uh, strongest economy. It's well-positioned to generate robust domestic demand helped by economic policy reforms, that would be nice here in New Mexico, uh, as we head further and further toward third world status, a young workforce and business investment. So Germany in trouble, uh, India looking, looking very good, and three different stats here domestically, not super good news. Hmm. Again, I mean, I'm not no here, to, boy, I'm no. not here to, no. to, to talk about the end, just the, end the facts, ma'am. Uh, I'm not, I'm not the selling uh, the, the food supply, you know, the 25 year food supply, but you know, the numbers are, they just look weak in America. And um, I know people in the White House don't want to believe that. So anyway, that's the domestic and the international situation. Uh, following up with our final number, which is very, very important, positive. Uh, there has been a positive test for drugs in the system of Anne Haish. Uh, we suspected the booze uh, was a factor and all that. Uh, Los Angeles, the Dateline Los Angeles, Anne Heche, gravely injured and in a coma, uh, had drugs in her system yeah. and is being investigated for possibly driving under the influence. Now, uh, I, I believe uh, in the past she was found in Bakersfield wandering around. She went into someone's house and she said that she was Celestina from another universe, right? She was a being of light from another universe. Uh, this is a woman who was well. The only way anybody, the only way anybody would sleep with Ellen DeGeneres, anyway, is if you are drugged up. I tell you, Eddie, totally I, what I saw in the TMZ video where she is—it looks like she's going a hundred miles an hour in this residential section. You know, it looks like a fairly affluent part of yeah. Southern California. Little kids could have been out, old granny with her cane. Um, I'm not saying she deserved what happened to her, but driving 100 miles an hour in a residential section, that uh, lesbian, bad things are going to happen. That lesbian lube gets you going, baby. I mean, you're flying through the streets. It's really greasy. But, uh, here we go. Speaking of, uh, here is uh, your current president, uh, Joseph, uh, what is it? Robinette? Robinette. Robinette. Uh, Dinesh, Dinesh, Dinesh. Dinesh. As you know, I got a lot of support from you, Cindy. That's where and, and more to come, I think. So. No, I've, I've had a great relationship. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, I'm not joking. That guy's just an a-hole top to bottom. And not least to run the country to the ground, but he doesn't even remember that he probably said that. That's wow. your your president. <laughs> not mine. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> yeah, your, your president. Uh, thank you, D-Dowd Muscat. Great job. But yeah, they just continue out here uh, gathering up. Uh, uh, what is the plan for recording this week? Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Casey, the Freedom Families United. Got his, I've got his uh, business card here, which is absolutely amazing. Casey and his wife, I, Michaela, McKay, Mike, Mikey. She's she's great. And 
the two of them together are dynamic. Talk about Mark. a whistleblower. I mean, he was one of the first CRT whistleblowers. Oh, man, that's all hard. Laying it on the line. That's hard. <laughs> you, you show me your battle scars, and there's a man who literally, uh, is, he is, he's not even flesh anymore. He's just one giant battle scar. Uh, Mark Ronchetti for Governor Rally down in Carlsbad. You better get your asses down there, folks. Sunday, August the 14th with Mr. DeSantis. I got friends going. There. I wish I could go. Maybe I'll go. Maybe should I just beeline it down there just to I'm go and be in the crowd? I'm stunned you're not speaking. <laughs> wow, that's very nice of you. You, you got to keep me as far away from you that. You can't have that idiot. No, you don't want that bad element. Don't color that element down there. So, good. This Sunday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis is coming into Mexico to rally behind our gubernatorial candidate, Mark Ronchetti. <laughs> Told you. DeSantis is a good guy. We get the all, we get the eye ties. We get them going. Could have been a contender. Yeah, he's going to be a winner, no doubt about it. It's time to recover the beauty of New Mexico and restore power to a we the people. After four years of suffering economically, socially, medically at the hands of the current leadership, we have an opportunity to take back our state. New Mexicans weren't even allowed into the roundhouse without being forced to mask and vax. Both, according to the data, have shown known uh, to be not effective in order to be heard. The tyrannical leadership has got to go. It's time to vote Mark Ronchetti in as our governor. United we stand or divided we fall. Yes, I love this. Let's stand together and get everyone out to vote for Ronchetti. Oh, this is nice. I like that. And I think um, Yvette Harrell will be down there as well. So this is going to be exciting. This is what we need just to kind of get turbocharged uh, going into the fall. So if you can make it down there, a visit to the caverns and... Uh, a couple of great uh, governors of some uh, great states. I wonder there. if Lead Marker has been invited. Lead, Lead. What is that? What's old Lead Marker? Larry Marker. Love Lead Marker. Yeah, that guy's. I, uh, I just ran into him in Valencia County a couple. Oh, weeks did ago. you really? Oh yeah. That was a great ad that he had. Is he is he running? Did he get his signatures? No, he didn't get his signatures. Oh, but yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I want to say that. Um, He's he's such a good guy. He, had he a, really is. <laughs> he had some good people around him as well. Let's see. Old, now these people are gathering up over here. Let's see. Marker. Let's see. Yeah, down they're they're out there. Yeah, there they are. It's not Friday night. It's Thursday night. No, just got paid. I am Larry Marker. Larry. I'm at LarryMarker.com. As a small independent oil and gas producer yeah. from southeastern New Mexico, sure. I more than anyone understand the high price of fuel is taking your money and destroying your savings. Sure. I am running for New Mexico Commissioner of Public Lands. Together we can fix this. Go to LarryMarker.com, download and sign the nominating petition and send it back to me. Your nomination puts us in charge again. Please do this today. Go to LarryMarker.com, yeah, Larry sign and return the nominating petition. We could all use a win. We could all use a That's win. Sure. That kind of really good. We're overdue for a win. <laughs> Long overdue. We could all use something at this point. So uh, there we go. Let's see more. Uh, they're gathering uh, fast and furious down there. Literally, I think it's uh, fast and furious 12 down there. Great show, Eddie. Great ideas. As native New Mexican, the Muslim community owes us an apology. Yes, they do. I like that. Man, they're gathering up. Uh, 5-0. Get on here to the corner down. You know where, you know, you know the place. You know, I think you know, they're all assembling, Eddie, uh, as I've said before, the yeah. floor above us uh, north of Grumman, uh, they're working on, I believe it's called the, 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 the Sentinel, the new ICBM. Uh, it's just mere feet away from us is being worked on, working on. I'm sure mm -hmm. these people are just here to provide their uh, input, Cover. input on the physics and engineering <laughs> of our new ICBM. Uh, Jeff Dunham, I kill you. Uh, Stan, during the pandemic, the left in New York chased the hospital. Oh, that guy's flying. Flying through the parking lot here. Come on, folks. They just put the, the speed bumps. Where's 5-0? Look at this. 
We may have to call the cops. Yeah, I think so. Well, the cops are three, four hour wait. Yeah, uh, four, four and a half. They chose to let people die instead of getting help from the right. Yep, that is true. All right. Uh, sorry. Thanks, man, for the fact check. Delane Maxwell gives Jeffrey up. Yeah, there it is. You you nailed it on the meme. Uh, they knew that. Check your memes, folks. Don't send me in. The greatest. There's article... a reason why I'm not on social media. It is for <laughs> this very reason. The greatest article Wired Magazine back. Wired Magazine in the 1990s was brilliant. It was just like pro-technology, pro-capitalism. It was so great. They turned it into woke garbage. It's so bad now. But the, the greatest article ever written in for Wired Magazine was, those aren't Scully's breasts. Uh, it, was, it was about a guy who used to be an image analyst. For all I know, he lived in New Mexico with all the spooks around here. Uh, and he retired from you know, the National Security Agency, the National Reconnaissance Office. Uh, and so what he did is there was a time in the 90s when Photoshop and the Internet fused and very <laughs> troubled men would take pictures of Playmates and like Hustler magazine and they would take famous women and they would attach the image of that women, woman's head onto the body of all these, you know, women, you know, in various states of undress may or may not, you know, involve other people and farm animals and all that kind of stuff. You know, Larry Flint, Larry <laughs> Flint type really gross stuff. And people actually believe that these, you know, A-list, you know, Julia Roberts, you know, these A-list women, oh, when they were coming up, look at all the nasty things they did. So this guy had retired from my, probably the National Reconnaissance Office, and that's what he did. He, he, he used his image analysis abilities cultivated for 40 years to figure out that Gillian Anderson uh, did not pose for Larry Flint, you know, in 1989. Uh, it was the greatest article ever written in Wired magazine. <laughs> Those are not Scully's breasts. I think you can still go and uh, look at this stuff, like these uh, different websites. They they still they still carry that. I think people look at that stuff for fun, just to, not so much for the uh, the uh, sort of derelict aspect of it, but I think they look at them for what was achievable and passable 20, 25 years ago. Different, you, different time, kids. Different when, you, time. when your computer would start out, <laughs> the blue screen of death, which I haven't seen in many years, yeah, but it was it was constant in my life for a while. Oh. Yeah, they're really gathering out there. there. They are. It must be a party tonight. Maybe they're bringing back. Uh, what is that guy's name? Anyway, I, I never watched. Did you I, have you ever watched a Fast and Furious? I've never seen one. I guarantee. Yeah, I couldn't care less about yeah, cars. Exactly. A car is just a tool to get me. No wonder we get along. I'm the other guy yeah, that doesn't I, care I, about I, cars. I, <laughs> car we should get, we should create our anti car club. What do you think about that? <laughs> I just I bring it. Hey, the Corvette Club. The, the dealership club. sends me an email. I bring it to the dealership. I say, give me the bill. I I, I have no way of an analyzing whether I should be paying this or not. But I just do whatever. You do thought. have a favorite car. Tell the people. They don't sell it here in the United States. They well, I used, to have it. A, I used to have an FJ Cruiser, which, yeah, which you can only I, get I in Saudi Arabia because the child, the nephew needed a safe. It was very, very safe. Uh, I, my pickup trucks, you can't put a kid in a car seat in a pickup truck with no back seat. So I had to buy a car. Wait, with have you been in New Mexico? Well, you can, not legally, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I, I had my FJ for a lot of years and we had a lot of fun. Uh, he, he would just, as a toddler, he it was so big, he would just run around and explore it. And we had a lot of fun. I think uh, when I drove him back one day, we were in bad traffic and I got a three hour lecture on the endocrine system. Oh, from my nice. Nephew uh, because, uh, difficult you, system. You think the kid's not, uh, not smart. He used to sit before dinner with his father. His father went in the attic and got his old medical textbooks out. His father's <laughs> an MD. And they would sit before the meal and they would read his medical textbooks. And uh, yeah. the, the teacher had to say, uh, Mr. O'Brien, you're, this is not something you should be doing with a toddler. This is, it's just too early for this. You got to stop doing that. 
stop talking about the endocrine system. Even I don't know what it is, but I know that it's essential to my survival. If I don't have one, it's all over for me. I will uh, basically just, all right, let's talk about jobs for a second. 550, 500, lots of people texting. I'll get to your text, I promise. Uh, good stuff. Jobs, slobs, and knobs. Uh, I titled this uh, little segment that I did. You see what I did there? Doubt I'm working harder and harder. Little, little by little. I'm I'm taking some pride. Uh, the other one I had. Uh, or should should I go to the kinks better? Do you like that one? You know, as uh, yeah. The, did you see my little segment there called the kinks? Oh. Yeah. Did you did you miss that? Yeah. At the bottom. No, no, no. It's it's at the top. It's uh before job slobs and knobs and down bef- uh, below faking it and making it hate crimes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fake it to make it. Yeah. Well, there's no one better than uh, than the uh, Islamic community. You got to fake it till you make it, right? They're learning lessons yeah. from others in this in this country. <laughs> yeah, they picked up a real skill in America. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Uh, yeah, let's go to the kinks. Uh, kink festival. Did you hear about this? Uh, ignites the concerns of potential monkeypox spread. Yes, doubt this uh, in the uh, San Fran in the four one five. A famed San Francisco fetish festival ra- raised alarms as the monkeypox outbreak. No longer called the monkeypox, by the way. Did you know that? Oh, they had to come up with a new name because it was uh, somehow racially offensive. Like the only people who call them that is the people who think to offend them. Is that? Is that about right? Mm. I know that in some parts of uh, Europe, when there are certain soccer players of certain racial backgrounds, they throw like banana peels on the on the. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, talk about racism. That's well, that's why you uh, see that in America. That's why Tiger Woods didn't uh, show up to the um, Phoenix Open any longer, or the Waste Management uh, Open. Take a listen. Uh, just uh, these are pretty incredible. Let's see. Come on, come on up, come on, lady. Nope. Uh, if you have one way of playing the audio, uh, <clears throat> according to this. The monkeypox outbreak continues to spread, especially among the LGBTQ communities. I wouldn't think it would uh, go into the lesbian community. There's been like, what, one or two women in the, in the country at this point with more than 9,000 infections. I think it's only uh, a couple. Listen to this, folks. I'm not trying to be offensive. This is a real report, and it's from Newsweek. I am only reading what has been printed. FYI. <clears throat> is your are your parents still watching um maybe they went to bed early tonight they're two hours ahead <laughs> i'm so glad <laughs> mom dad you get sleep the up your alley fair often referred to as the door alley fair is an annual festival held on the last sunday of july in san fran first held in 85 it is one of the most predominant bdsm fetish and leather subculture festivals in the world in contrast to the Folsom Street Fair, the world's largest festival concerning the same fetishes, the Door Alley Fair is notably skewed more towards gay men, specifically. This year's festival is generating concern, however, due to the ongoing spread of monkeypox. KRON4 News reported this is due to the fact that the virus has predominantly affected gay and bisexual men, who may, I like how they're just so victimized because of that, who make up the bulk of the festival's thousands upon thousands of attendees. Speaking with KRON, Dr. Peter Ching Hong, hyphen Hong, his last, I, how many men do you see have hyphenated last names? An infectious disease expert at the UC San Francisco said that the risk is not zero of the festival attendees contracting monkeypox, but that he also believed that the right precautions will make a significant difference. In particular, he urged festival goers to avoid intimate contact with others. Prolonged skin to skin 
then through sexual transmission, skin-to-skin contact is the main thing. So that's large in terms of medium that will be prolonged kissing through saliva, but it requires hours. Hugging by itself, giving a high five, shaking somebody's hand is not going to result in transmission. First time we're hearing that. I thought it was uh, any time uh, there was any sort of contact uh, whatsoever. Chin Hong stressed that the virus is not confined to the LGBT community. He also said that the festivals themselves are less of an issue with monkeypox than with the real problem being with the activities of the people engaged in afterward. Left open for interpretation there. I expect a lot of activity. I'm literally, he said this, but I'm I'm sorry. I'm reading what he said. I expect a lot of activity next week in terms of alerts. Yeah, there you go. Here it is. BDSM fetish and leather. I don't even know what that is. What is BDSM? I'm starting to understand what old people talk about when they say, you know, I don't, I'm not made for these times. I, I don't recognize <laughs> acronyms and terms that, that just are just foreign to me. BDSM fetish it's and okay. leather subculture festival. Leather. What, what is with the leather stuff? I love my leather jacket, but that's probably yeah. not in the way some of these people. I haven't worn my leather jacket in years. You know, I don't want to walk in anywhere with it and get anybody confused. A Georgia couple has been charged with using their two adopted children to record child porn. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, uh, Walton County Sheriff's Office raided a home in Longoville, Loganville, Georgia. Georgia. July 27th on reports that a man there was downloading child porn. They're having a good time outside. Adopted children. Yeah, they're having a great time outside. Just uh, as an aside. After interviewing the suspect who was not identified, police say they learned there was another suspect in the County who was producing homemade child sexual abuse material with at least one child who lived in the home. These were his parents. Yeah, that's right. These were his gay adoptive parents. We're at 1130 PM the same night executed a search warrant at Oxford at the home of William Dell Zulak 32 and Zachary Jacoby Zulak. They took each other's name. Is that romantic or what? 35 years of age, 32 and 35. Marriage made in heaven. Hmm. So much heaven. Walton's County Division of Family and Child Services joined deputies in responding to the home to help protect the two brothers who lived there. During their search, deputies found evidence of the pair who were in the child's adoptive fathers, quote unquote, were engaging in sexually abusive acts and video documenting their abuse. Early the next morning, the Zolocks were both booked into Walton County Jail, both men charged with aggravated child molestation, sexual exploitation of a child, and enticing a child for indecent purposes. William Zulock was initially charged with child molestation. So there you go. There's uh, the uh, the kinks uh, for today. So it continues down. It's a never ending, never ending national nightmare uh, here throughout. I mean, they are gathering up. The guys are are ready to drag race uh, here. <clears throat> do I have to ask the security guard to walk me to my my vehicle tonight? Or no, I'll be I'll be happy to do that. I know you're packing. <laughs> You gelling, you gelling like a felon. Uh, Get my Sammy and Sebastian to walk me to. The no, they're not, they, they, they'll uh, take they, care of their they, uncle. <laughs> they stay on the they stay on the premise, and uh, they don't uh, really do much uh, beyond that. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, our last segment, long commercial break. Thanks everybody for tuning in as always here in the Kiva on AM six hundred KIVA ABQ FM Rock of Talk dot com. Pain in the taste is like she walked up to me and she asked me to dance. I asked her her name and in a top from voice she said hello. Hello, hello, hello. 
Doubt he is uh, thinking of Jennifer Conley driving around uh, Target. Oh, uh, oh dear uh, Lord! I'm sure those. Uh, did you see the new Top Gun yet? I, I, uh, I'm sorry, I have not seen it. Have you not seen it? Jennifer sorry. Conley is featured amazingly in it. She looks pretty good for a broad. Ageless. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, ageless is uh, Tom Cruise. I'm thinking about joining uh, the Church of Scientology. I didn't realize like how anti psychiatry it was. It's very anti-psychiatric. Yeah, it's like against psychiatrists. And then you period. can, you can, you can. I think you have to climb up the steps to be a third-level thetan. I think you, is that what it is? Obtain, a thetan? Yeah, thetan. I think. Do uh, I get like a special like jewelry jacket? I don't know. Well, you got the e-reader, right? That 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 monitors you, and then somehow you get to communicate with the spirits that live inside the volcanoes that came from another planet. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's. How I got to get a hold of this yeah, stuff. This is stuff. great stuff, like Stranger Things. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Uh, uh, outside, I'm sure they're just uh, smoking, I don't know, Marble 100s or Benson and Hedges. 
Maybe you'll find out. If lucky you, strikes. If, I think they're just smoking lucky strikes. Maybe they're trying to get you ready for your trip next week. Maybe you'll find out, Eddie, what actually happened to Shelly Miscavige if you join that church. Oh, I think I'm a lot of people been searching for the answer to that question. Was Olivia Newton John? I saw, uh, by the way, uh, sad. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, she's the one that I love, the one I want to love, whatever. I don't even know what they're singing, but too. Hot, 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 you know. There it is. Um, um, did you like Sandy at for most of Greece, Sandy. or did you like her, did you like the the virginal Sandy, or did you like her in the black leather at the end of Greece? Which Sandy did you prefer? Oh, I'm more the girl next door. Okay, yeah, yeah and plaid skirts, and yeah. you know, it was just, different know, time, different the, time. The devil in the devil inside. We didn't grow up in that era, unfortunately. Every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Want to tear into it? Snap into it. Uh, yeah, I think literally they're just uh, smoking lucky strikes out there. I'm sure there's no dope out there. Nope. No, <laughs> you smoking the dope. Uh, speaking nice, nice to see they have children on, on site too. Because that, that's what like you, literally that's, smoking yeah. right in front of their children, right outside the, the radio station. Yep, yep. Don't worry about you it. You know, there's a library around the corner. You could take the kids there. Yeah, they might want to read at some point. Yeah. Uh, when they get the Miranda Acts, that's I think that's the point that they start reading. <laughs> what? Anything you can say? What does that mean? Jailhouse lawyer, yes. <laughs> Uh, the Lancelot uh, published a study on the effectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccines and the waning of the immunity with time. Do you know? uh, the study showed that the immune function among vaccinated individuals, individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID-19 was lower than among the unvaccinated <laughs> individuals. <laughs> what, what can you say? <laughs> and we're the stupid ones. And I can't travel abroad, right? I actually can. Uh, did you hear uh, one in 264, the... Uh, UK administration of health, one in 264 people who have been vaccinated have died. Yeah, that just came out. More good stuff. Uh, you know, we'll lead with the science. Uh, Fauci. Well, Eddie, I'm glad you sent me the Alex Berenson article this yeah. morning because uh, Denmark. Uh, yes, yes. There we go. Down. Pick it up from there, please. They are. And, and you know, when I saw this headline of folks, I just thought, what about Dr. C? Dr. C, you know, our beloved Dr. C, we exposed her last year. She's the head of what it's the pediatric society. There's the you know the national organization, but she's the head of the, the New Mexico uh, pediatric society. She's the one who said if you have a, a teething toddler, you should double mask your your teething toddler <laughs> lest he he or she die from the Rona. Um, uh, this horrid woman uh, has and Tessa loves Doctor C. She's had Doctor C on the on the on, on the TV as we say in Indiana the, the TV uh that, multiple no. times and dr c uh dr c has uh, advised us on masking and and how she was so forward she was looking to the time when our children could be injected with this stuff uh denmark a developed country smart, yes, smart uh, country a lot of bright people very bright from uh denmark uh, very hot and, by the way the ladies there are hot oh my oh, oh a, my what, what do you call viking that? blood the, yes the dragon <laughs> the girls with the dragon tattoo uh I can't believe an official any any developed country anywhere is saying this. And of course, Alex Berenson I mean, thought this. Uh, Eddie, I can't find any mainstream news coverage of this at Zero. all. If, if Alex Berenson hadn't covered this, I don't. We we probably wouldn't know. Children and young people only very rarely become seriously ill from COVID nineteen with the Omicron variant. Variant. Therefore, from July first, twenty twenty two, it will no longer be possible. Never, ah. never mind guidelines we'll just get rid of it. or recommendations we're not allowing you to stick your kid with Don't the injection uh no. young people not under five not under 10 everyone under 18 in the country of denmark <laughs> quite a few children with a particularly increased risk of a serious course will still have the option of a vaccination after an individual assessment but the general policy now is to not put the injection in children 
in Denmark. And we're the anti-science people, right? Mm. Good stuff. There it is. Uh, one night in Denmark makes all the money. Yeah, no, no, it's Bangkok, right? Every head. <clears throat> yeah. There you go. You got that one, though. Yeah. You missed out on Spando Ballet, but you nailed the Murray head. Both same time, same era. The greatest line of any song from the 1980s. <laughs> I get my kicks above the waistline, sunshine. <laughs> Call the Popo, Eddie. Thank you so much for your show from Dallas, Eddie. It was amazing. Was it? Did you like my interviews? Yeah. You listen? Oh, oh boy. You were big on the, uh, which, which dude? I tell you, all my people have their own individual, you know, the religious people I didn't have, weren't not into so much because of my proclivities, but... Uh, the electoral college guy, I had forgotten just how horrible that national popular vote movement oh, yeah. is. And they're 72% of the way toward their goal. And your legislators, ladies and gentlemen, here in Voting the land already. of enchantment, they have voted to throw away your electoral college power uh, right it. here in, in, in New Mexico. Uh, and uh, Trent Trent England, I think. He was he was That's probably it. my favorite yeah. of all of them. Yeah. That's a good man. And he got written up nationally. Uh, Dowd, I think I told you I will be on the Monday edition of Fox News. Better Call Saul is uh, no more. Um, nice write-up. I got to tell you, I'm following more and more Epoch Times, Epic Times. Uh, uh, let me take this side measure. I think after, maybe after Coast to Coast tonight, I think I'm going to play the uh, the real January 6th story. Maybe I'll play that in the morning so you guys can listen. On a full moon, you know, we're not going to be able to keep track of the scanners anyway. It is horrible. It is absolutely horrible you have to subscribe to the epic times okay good friend uh joshua phillip and the unbelievable reporting that he puts together and the heroes that were there up on january 6th and what they did and what they're getting charged with like this is the most egregious abusive form of power in an attempt to slime a president his followers and anybody like these are people who like had no sense of violence about them whatsoever they're literally instigating starting firing tear gas firing projectiles beating people over the head repeatedly who were totally watch it mm-hmm. watch it but let me tell you caution yourself take a step back take a deep breath realize it is going to make you angry it is going to make you angry all right just realize that from the uh, from 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 the get go, and you'll be totally fine. Um, Epoch Times uh, doing a lot of reporting uh, on uh, Donald Trump right now. They seem to be as much of his news organization as anybody sure. right now. It's 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 really inspiring. Um, there's a brand new virus state, Dad Muska. The, oh, the La- Langia one. Langia virus. I can't take another one. Yeah, no. One. Here it is. Any. The flavor of the week. Thirty-one flavors. Flavor of the week. There it is. <clears throat> Langia virus found in China to China, causing liver kidney failure. Know the symptoms about the new virus. Uh, but, but consider this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your public service announcement. We brought it to you here first. Right? Our responsibility in the FCC guidelines. Another zoonotic virus, Langia, caught the attention of experts as 35 people are found to be infected with it in China. Authorities said the patients did not have close contact with each other or common exposure history. Suggesting that the human, oh, there they are, dragon. There he goes, it's showing off. Uh, suggesting that human infections might be sporadic. Meanwhile, Taiwan Center for Disease Control are currently establishing a nucleic acid testing method to identify and check the spread of the virus. Th- this virus, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is showing you that China will no doubt, despite the fact that they pulled away, yes, they did, they pulled away their, their soldiers from testing any or doing any more of their <clears throat> uh, exercises on the border. 
um, they will no doubt take over Taiwan and there's little to nothing that we will do about it. Lengue virus is detected and will therefore Taiwan's laboratories will require a standardized nucleic acid testing to identify the virus so that human infections could be monitored. So that's the latest uh, in terms uh -huh. of what we got. That's what, what, what do we know about it? Los Angeles times all over this Fox eight reporting upon this uh, as well as they are alerting uh, their populations there on the uh, West Coast. Uh, the news comes as the monkeypox has been declared a public health emergency. The new virus, Lengia henipavirus, or LAV, has not proven too severe. They're actually, we're saying it is more severe, to be honest. Uh, fever, fatigue, cough, and headache, according to the CDC. Some have uh, also stated that it did have issues with liver or kidney functions after contracting the virus. So that is the Latest one that is uh, coming up. But by the way, do you know what community was hit hardest, uh, D-Dad Muska, by the coronavirus? Are you aware? Uh, it, it's always uh, women and minorities are always impacted the worst no matter what happens in America. So it's got to be women and or minorities. Official report coming from Fortune Magazine. Uh, disproportionately impacted black Americans more than anybody else. Yeah, At the onset, uh, surprise, surprise, everybody. Surprise of the global pandemic. It should come as no surprise that the community has also been hit hard by long COVID. Not to be mixed up with long COVID. According to a recent study, roughly 700,000 people in the U.S. have long COVID defined as symptoms lasting longer than three weeks. Much like the initial outbreak of the corona, long COVID has highlighted longstanding health inequities in the United States. And black or African-American people are now 1.7 times as likely to die from COVID as white people. Well, I guess Joe Biden and Anthony Fauci are with their Wuhan development are not particularly fond of black people or Indians. So it's a partly according to the report because black Latin X, I, I still don't know what Latin X is, but apparently I must be a part of it. Uh, American Indian, Alaska, native Asian, native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander, and not you white people deed out no. Our other non-white racial groups in the U S are less likely to have access to COVID testing and more likely to be infected. More my white privilege. Yeah. Mm, yeah, there it is. Don't you, if you take two steps forward, if you had the opportunity to get the shot, I'm not going to take the shot. And then uh, finally, uh, Corona Bologna, my Bologna, the uh, isolation conundrum. Uh, you have to read the cockamamie reports from the Los Angeles Times. It is, an, is it any wonder why people in the in Los Angeles area believe the way that they believe? Of the many things, just listen to the uh, headlines for these two articles. Of the many things we still don't understand about COVID, one of the most perplexing is knowing when it's safe to stop isolating after a positive test. Yes, just to gaslight uh, the people just enough. And also involved here, how to get a monkeypox vaccine in L.A. County and how to know if you're eligible. Who's eligible in L.A. right now and how do you get one? Here's what to know. And it's all sorts of uh, just fear-mongering going on in the L.A. Times. For all those articles and more, you must be a subscriber for less than 20 cents a day directly at rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. Uh, Murder Mike texting in. I may have been silenced. But I will not be quiet. Uh, D-Dowd uh, is never quiet at 4 a.m. Your top five from the rockoftalk.chat. Yeah, folks, this is what the subscribers picked for most interesting items in the blast today. Number one, uh, our friends up in Española, they covered the, the paper up there, covered a burger place was robbed of $164. 
you know, not exactly a Shaft's big score, but, you know, 164 bucks, better than a sharp poke in the eye. Uh, number two, New Mexico school district allows parents to patrol school grounds for safety down in the Gadsden uh, district, down in the far southwest corner. Very interesting idea. Number three, kind of unfortunate man dry, drowned, a Texas man drowned trying to save his son in Ute Lake out in the eastern portion Ute. of the state. Uh, number four, terrifying report from the Cato Institute about how much more cost we're all going to bear for complying with all these new uh, tax provisions in, in Joe, Manson, Joe Manchin's favorite legislation. And finally, the governor announced $150,000 for a company in Santa Fe. Another re-election tool. See you bright and early 4 p.m. tomorrow right here in the Kiva. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned, Bill O'Reilly and Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis is next. They put a parking lot on a piece of land Where the supermarket used to stand Before that they put up a bowling alley On the side that used to be the local party That's where the big band used to come and play My sister went there on a Saturday Come dancing All of my friends used to come and call Why not come dancing It's only natural